0: Here we go. Good morning everyone rc after hours in the studio thanks for joining us this lovely sunday morning join us facebook live we are running up and going lots to talk about today all kinds of things haven't been back in the studio for a couple weeks but here we are And joining us today in studio mike the elevator coolant hello everyone what's up mr thermal flyer just tired, Just tired. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> and everyone's favorite crazy Canadian up in the Great White North, it's Andre the Tree Russo. What's going on, Andre?
1: Good morning, not too much. Nice uh, cold weekend so far. Actually, yeah. last night was nice, but windy and cold, so oh well.
0: Yeah, I hear you. It's been... Uh... Well, it was kind of hot this week, I guess, but um, haven't had any rain for a while. So, as everybody can see, if they're looking on Facebook or watching on Facebook Live, there's a couple bush mules in the house, one in the studio here, and in the background there at Andre's place is a big white and yellow one, and we have the white, blue, and red one here, so we're very excited to have these and, and we'll talk about them here later and uh we'll get to test them out for you guys and take your questions and everything so finally it looks like hobby king is is moving things a little bit and you know because man it seemed like forever mike since we've even talked about this stuff i mean it was i'd say like mm-hmm. late winter yeah. you know and here we are at yeah. the end of the summer so yeah. we're excited about that
1: it's uh, very cool yeah and and yeah, they, they're it's a gorgeous looking airplane. So yeah, I can't wait to get my hands into that thing and, and set it up. I haven't even put a receiver into mine yet. So oh, it was a busy weekend. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, and we'll again we'll talk about this here in a little yep. bit because I kind of ran into the same problem <laughs> with receiver things. But <laughs> um, all right, real quick uh, before we get going, uh, we got to thank RCExplorer.se. Thanks for David Vinsoul helping us out. If anybody haven't seen the rocket knife yet, go check out his new YouTube channel, or I shouldn't say new YouTube channel, but the rocket knife series s- series that David's putting out on YouTube. It is incredible. I mean, it's just awesome. Or if you want any tricopter stuff, go check out rcexplorer.se or go definitely check out his YouTube channel. Cause it, it's crazy. Um, our Patreon customers, thank you very much. We get a few each month. It's really helping out. And like I said, some of you are only donating a dollar. That's fantastic. I'll take the dollar all day long. That helps us out. Uh, and Patreon customers, keep an eye out. We're working on something. We're pretty close. We're gonna have something for you guys. Uh, and it's going to be Patreon customers only. You are going to be the first people to be able to, I can't say too much, but you, you are going to be the first people to be able to get something from RC After Hours and have an opportunity. So stay tuned. Um, we'll, we should have that soon. But if you want to help us out, PayPal dot, or I'm sorry, Patreon.com slash RC After Hours. Go check it out. Um, like I said, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar, $10, anything helps us out. And if that's not your thing, PayPal.me/rcafterhours. You can donate any anything you want through that uh, to help us out. Or if you're any companies out there that listen to the podcast and you like us and want to do some sponsoring, we got a lot of great ideas and things we can do for you to help your company out. We've had some awesome people like Static RC on here that's helped out a lot, and we've helped him out. So anybody out there, hey, we're we're available.
1: <laughs> we'll take anything. Um,
0: so anyway. Uh, that's our. Uh, all right, I'm enough of that. <laughs> first things first, we got to talk about and these two things we're going to get into. It's uh, to me, it's not really that big a deal, but it seemed like the internet broke over the last couple weeks on these two subjects. Um, first, what I want to talk about, Andre, is Chris Thomas from Monte GP, and it was a whole Hammergate. Debacle, Mike, and I don't know if you've yeah. seen any of this or do you know about it yeah. and what was going on. Now I watched it and I seen the video and I don't know. I just I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, they're having fun, kind of thing. And yeah, he takes a hammer and smashes a quad, and I thought it was more of a, I don't know, publicity type stunt thing or whatever. Kind of what I, you know, thought, I was yeah. like, oh, whatever, you know. And obviously, I, I think the guy that got this quad smash would, would have been was okay with it and everything, but man. The internet kind of like exploded with this, and poor Chris Thomas, a great guy, runs multi-GP. I mean, what's put out an mark. apology. Yeah, he got he got hammered hard. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. I but man, uh, what do you controversy? Yeah, the was way more than overload I,
2: than I would. I ever totally agree.
1: I mean,
0: yeah. Andre, what's
2: your people thought bust things it? every day on? YouTube. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like right, that right, point. right.
1: <laughs> I I get their That's point true. um you know, the the guys are working hard, and, you know, th- if you watch the video, they talk about the logistics involved in running seven FPV yeah. lanes or tracks at a time, mm-hmm. and it only takes one person mm-hmm. to ruin the entire experience for someone else, and I guess the story is someone was doing a high-speed run, got blacked out by another quad who was running at the incorrect power, and the guy lost. I don't know if they ever found it. It's like a three right. or $400 quad just went mm-hmm. beaming off into the cornfields, right? Right. So, you know, and, and Chris had said, look, this happens and you're caught after we've done all our tests. There's a penalty to pay. And yeah. he, he, I guess, you know, he had to follow through and uh, I feel bad for him because man, <laughs> he yeah. got lit on fire. But uh, you know what? Um, I, I've worked with him numerous times now at Fight Fest events and the guy works hard. Do mm-hmm. um, so I agree with some of his tactics? No, but man, he, yeah. he's built something. Right. And they are thriving and they're doing a good job and the, and I completely you know as a guy who's dealt with logistics and everything for these events you know man mm-hmm. he, I, I hats off to what he accomplishes in in a very short time and you know that's a you know that's like a 18 hour day of just bustling trying to deal with stuff so you know yeah. him and the boys work hard so yeah like i said it it it's um heat of the moment thing but you know you weather the storm you keep going like who, who cares it's another quad rebuild it make a new one go 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 right yeah so
0: um and and again i don't know everything how you know how he runs things or whatever but i have found through the years of running multiple motocross events and everything that when you're going in you know and say we have the the riders meeting or the teams meeting if right off the start of the bat and which he kind of did planted the rules and said this is exactly if you do this and this or this or this this is what happens when th- when you do this or this is what you know penalty wise going in then it shouldn't be a problem you know what i mean like if that was his thing saying hey we're gonna do something to your quad because you know you 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 knock somebody out of the sky or you know it could be a set of rules to where you know first offense if nothing happened you got a warning Or something you know but or or if it's first fence and you lose somebody's quad we get your quad or something of that nature you know what i mean lay it right on the line and then if there's no there's no hey this is the way it is if you don't like it you know tough so uh, i think definitely learn something out of this though for sure so it, it was rather interesting um Real quick, I was—I got distracted. Tim Morel said that somebody sent David a Radian Pro to be cut in half. That is fantastic because we all know how David <laughs> Vinstol just loved the Radian Pro. <laughs> so that I, that one will definitely have to watch as a Radian Pro. He, he would just be beaming ear to ear. Just yeah, you know,
1: got rid of that.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that.
1: <laughs> That's just cruel, even if it's a pro, man. Well.
0: You know, even back in the old days, I, I can remember when flight test was would do something with a plane or blow it up or whatever. Even even flight tests would get flamed a lot on the comments and the YouTube stuff. You know, and like what are you doing? That's a perfectly good plane, and oh, I could use a blah and on and on. You know, and like we're just having fun. You know, it's just like eventually you get your <laughs> oh, no. thing going, so, so, you know, get your, get uh, people fired up. Yeah. Man. That's, uh, oh, well. yeah. But you know, how old is that plane? Eight, nine, 10 years old. Probably. And I even had like a new fuselage
2: that's all beat up. on Yeah. It. So, I mean, it's,
0: it's like that plane seen it its day. That nice, We've no. had our fun with it. You know what I mean? You probably couldn't get 20 bucks out of it. If you <laughs> took it to a swap meet, we're like, you might as well have fun with it. You know what I mean? So come on, people, just just lighten up a little bit and uh, have some fun.
1: Yeah, the thing about the knife with the with the knife, just not do enough with it. You need like put a brick on the front of the knife just so you make sure you smash it. Yeah,
2: because you could probably hot glue a clean that together. Yeah, that you know what? That, that's well, just d- put a firecracker inside of it.
0: Yeah. That's a great point, you know. One Big, hot
2: glue seam and you're yeah, back in operation. That's true. <laughs> we, we,
0: that thing's got to make sure that, you know, it's in uh, quarter size foam pieces when he's done with or like it or Or like on something. an angle or something. Yeah. The wing
1: and the face So, so <laughs> is that the test, you know? You slice it, you repair it, you fly it, you slice it, you repair it, You it, take him like a week to yeah. fly. Yeah, right. you know.
0: <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. All right, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and we won't, Dwell on it too much, and again, I really didn't think it was that big a deal, but it kind of broke the internet this week, and we got to just talk a little bit about Steele Davis leaving to Riot. Now, I don't know if it's me, Mike, and you know Chad Capper very well, obviously, and I know Chad pretty well, and I, I honestly, Andre. This did not surprise me at all. Like, I seen this coming for a really long time. And then, you know, when they took his picture down, and I know there's a couple interviews out there already with Chad and Steele, yeah. and I, have, I haven't watched anything. I, I really don't know exactly what happened. I, I, I'm going to talk about my thoughts a, a little bit and what I think, but it's t- – it- it's not that big a surprise to me, Andre. It really isn't after what he's been doing and his YouTube channel growing and everything. It's yeah. just like anything else in in the hobby or whatever. Is you know, you get to a point where you know it's time to move on or I want to do my own thing. Look at us; we kind of did the exact same thing. You know, we flight yeah. test help help us get going and it gave us the opportunity to get this janky podcast going and you know it got to the point where like you know let's see what we can we can do out after on After two
1: years yeah after two well you were there for longer I've been at it with you now this is two plus now so exactly exactly yeah.
0: So I just didn't really think you know it was that big a deal and I don't know and maybe because you know Mike and I have a little bit more insight on it a little bit you know talking with Chad and some of the stuff that was going on maybe behind the scenes a little bit. You know,
2: well, I didn't discuss it with him at all, so yeah, I didn't know.
1: Yeah, no, you, you have to. Yeah, it's um, you know, we do all this for fun. I can see his point. I watched uh, Alex's uh, um, Alex addicts video, well, like all of two minutes, and then went to bed. <laughs> mm. So you know, and it's it's uh, I understand the uh, financial end of it. You know, for 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 Steele's point mm. of view, it's like, look, if I'm gonna make money doing this. I have to be able to make money doing this. Yeah. You know, the rest of us have full-time jobs and do this hobby as a part-time, you know, you know, if, if this was a full-time hobby or full-time job for you and me, Chris and everything, we would be going that we have to do like, you know, a podcast weekly, but you know, just to, just to keep the the revenue coming in, not that we're making revenue on this, (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, and so I understand some of the pain and pressure, uh, Mm -hmm. and, and, and then, obviously, obviously, you know, with any creative organization, there's going to be some kind of creative tension. That oh, always absolutely. Is, no matter how you go, so right. Yeah. Right. So I haven't had a chance to listen to both of the interviews mm-hmm. um, that that are on Alex at page. Uh, I particularly want to listen to Chad's point of view and stuff like yeah. that because he and I talk pretty often. So right. Um. Um. And again, we're,
0: we're a little bit on the inside, so maybe that makes a difference for us and people on the outside looking in, maybe they had no idea and they were just like, Oh my gosh, you know, steel left again. I I don't think it's a big deal. And well, I don't know like exactly how much I hate to put too much out there, but my kind of understanding a little bit too. And and again, I haven't watched any interviews. I, I, you know, don't know the ins and outs but i i you know i kind of heard too that steel was offered you know some full-time positions with rotor riot to come on board and everything and he's always kind of turned them turned them down to do his own thing so i think eventually yeah you know that was going to happen but it was kind of funny too because i uh just to throw it out there if anybody was curious i i think we were one of the first podcasts though to ever bring steel davis on and and interview him because we had chad capron he's like hey i've been talking with this steel davis guy and he's a phenomenal pilot and we we, you know that's when they first started Road riot and he goes oh he's a very interesting character and we had him and we you know did i don't know half hour 45 minute interview and (laughs) if any of you guys want to go back and listen to it it is rather interesting and somewhat entertaining uh interviewing steel davis back in the day the zipper yeah it was uh yeah it was it was uh it was different (laughs) but Hey, kudos yeah. to Steel. I hope uh everything works yeah. out for him. And, you know, obviously, uh I you know, even talking to Chad before, there's there's no hard feelings or anything like that. It's not like they had a big fight or anything like that. So again, you internet people just
1: relax a little bit. You know, it's like <laughs> and, and Rotorite will find another talent, yeah. another young talent, and it's Chad's opportunity to work with someone and everything and keep the product. I you know, I do hope that there that our Rotorite keeps flourishing because it's been really fun to watch it go
0: yeah i agree all right enough of that we were you know yep. uh okay andre here's something else i've been kind of dwelling on the last couple weeks and oh i'm surprised he's not on facebook live here this morning he's probably sleeping in that turkey we ought to call him wake him up but it's all kind of adam drain's fault at this point <laughs> and we've talked about it numerous times where Mike, you kind of know because we have—I have a wildcat hanging on the wall here, and whether I actually fly that thing again, I really don't know. It's kind of really is a shelf queen. I'll admit it. You have one. Is you know four, five, six years ago these planes come out. We love them. We flew them. Most of them I sold off by now. Like something new, the latest and greatest would come out. You're like, oh, I gotta have that. I gotta have that. And you end up selling it, or you crash it, or whatever. And you, yeah, and you don't replace it. And later on, you're kind of missing that plane. Like, man, you know what? Yeah. That that really was a good plane. I, I kind of I kind of miss it. And then you you, you know they're discontinued. And you're like, well, what do we do? You know, what do I do? You know, and then you're searching eBay. Then you're on RC groups. Uh, the sale page, you know, and. I don't know what it is, but just lately, Adam Drain and I—I I think he's gonna—I think he's gonna come up on the show here soon. I wish he'd wake up um, and talk a little bit more. But this guy—I mean, he has more planes, especially warbirds, than probably anybody yeah. I know at this point. And he's bringing me back to like five, six years ago because he keeps finding this stuff these old planes. Mm. And he's like, look what I just found for 40 bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Come on, yeah, man. He, you're killing sources me. sources
1: are off the hook, man. I was, he was driving me crazy.
0: Oh my gosh. So long story. We talked about a couple podcasts ago. You know, I always wanted the park zone albatross and I was on the fence, didn't want one. Then I wanted one and then they finally discontinued it. And then I really wanted one. Then I couldn't find one for under a bazillion dollars and blah, blah, blah. I finally got one. But the thing is, you can't find parts for this thing anymore. And and don't yeah. get me wrong, this one, especially for the price I paid for it, it was a really good deal. But it is missing a few things and some stickers and the tail skid. So uh, last week, man, I was on eBay. I'm on looking, Google searching for like stickers and tail skids and parts, and they're they're not coming around whatsoever. And I found a brand new one in the box in Georgia. It was rather pricey on eBay, so and, he, and it was uh, like uh, pickup only. So I messaged the guy, and I'm like, hey, I'm really interested. I'll pay for shipping. You want it? You know, Would you ship it? Ah, he says, okay, let me check it out. And he goes, all right, I'll ship it for 40 bucks." So I threw a number out there that was a little less than what he was offering. I go, hey, I'll pay the shipping. I'll take it for this price. I'll buy it right now. Well, I didn't hear from the guy. I was like, oh, man, dang it. What am I going to do? This week, again, I don't know how he does it or where he finds these things. Adam hit me up and he goes, hey, I just found another Albie. Mint condition. Here's the price. Do you want it? Yes. Sold. I'll take it. And, and I'm just going to take it because you can't find these anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? And it'll probably go on the studio wall and hang there. Now- you know, if Andre comes down or whatever, we may get him out, or or even if yeah, if Adam comes up, thing, yeah, yeah, if Adam comes up, break him out. Yeah, now take the like, SE five out. Yeah, you know, and one of my favorite planes, Mike. And you don't have to worry about me in the air. Obviously, at that point, I don't care. <laughs> you, you can fly anything you want. I you don't bo- I'm not like Andre, and you don't bother me one bit. You come out. You you can ding off of my airplane. You can ricochet off of it. I don't care. No, no, I, not your shell queens. I can't. <laughs> well, here's here's the stipulation, Mike. I, you come out and fly, and I take out the albatross. You're bringing out your oh, wild. Oh, so that I, you know, I, I know, I know you'd be like, I'll fly over here. I'll fly over here. No formation flying. That's right. Flying no off. formation flying. So I make you bring your shelf queen out. I bring my shelf queen. No, no formation flying yeah. with Mike.
1: A wild cl- clipping an albatross. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Break my heart. Right, right. We'd, we'd both be crying, and we'd be at the pub across the road, dr- drowning oh, our man. sorrows in the mirror. Oh, my I can't believe we did this. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? That one last flight. Yeah, one last flight. <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> so, it I ain't happening. Chance, oh, I have a geez. chance to get the SE-5. So, Adam was like, get the SE-5. I'm like, ah. Yeah. But I think this is where uh, the PT-17 from uh, E-Flight mm-hmm. uh, might light us up because mm-hmm. it's a bi wing basically. Yeah. And have spare parts.
0: And it was so funny because a couple podcasts ago, we were just on this big conversation where, man, we'll bring back the World War I planes a little bit. Bring, you know, yeah. one a year or whatever. And boom, the PT seventeen comes out. Beautiful looking airplane. Yeah. We talked about mm-hmm. it. So uh, I'm just happy that, you know, they're keeping keeping this alive a little bit.
2: So did Adam hook you up with a pristine one? I yeah, I told him I'd take
0: it and I haven't really chatted with him since, but I, I just said I'll take it. Okay. But then yeah. after that, the guy shows me, and again, this was like kind of dear to my heart. I'm like, you know, because we, we seen one at the um swap meet this year. Is he found a mint condition Park Zone BF 109? Oh, and I had two of these planes. I bought one. Is that one. the one you kept eyeing over yes, from the station? Yes, that's the one I keep, remember. I kept going, Oh, Mike, I should go buy it. <laughs> it, really, it was kind of day. beat up, though. I it know, was kind of, and that's the only reason why I really didn't buy it. You were eyeballing it. Oh, that dude, sucker all day. You asked Mike all day. I'm going, I should just go buy it. <laughs> you I, almost I, sold me on it. I, know.
2: I was like, I, I was wanting to pull the trigger and, on it.
0: You know, When it first came out, I was so excited. I bought one. It did have a few flaws, but it was one of my favorite planes. I hopped it up, flew the daylights out of it, crashed one, bought another one, flew it some more, uh, and then they started coming out with some other warbirds. decided to sell it, missed it, bought another one, hung it on the wall, it stayed there for a year, never flew it, got irritated and said, that's it, I'm flying it, whatever, so sold it. And and then kind of forgot about it for a little bit, and then every now and then I'd see one pop up or somebody, and I'd be like, "Oh, dude, I I miss that plane. Like, I want one. And again, you can't find sure, find one. Sure. They've been discontinued for years. Um. Now, you know, Adam finds this pristine one for forty bucks. What? Forty bucks. I got a picture of it. It's. I'm like. Dude, I will buy that he's, off of he's you. He's breaking the bank. Yeah, I will buy that, that off of you.
2: Oh, that's hilarious.
0: I, I just want to hang it up in the
2: studio. He's man. got like three sequoias, and I never got hands on oh. one of them. <laughs> now I don't even want yeah. it. He in boxes, it. too. Exactly. The blue one. <laughs> How do
0: so, you do this? Uh, so then, last night, he sends another photo. He says, hey, I'm, I'm still going through my, my planes, like sorting things out. I, I remember... You know, a while back, this was maybe a couple, I don't know if it was a couple years ago or a year ago. Like he was showing me planes and boxes he had in his basement. Like he would just go by and they're not even together, they're still in the box. And he, he sent me this this picture last night. He's like, hey, I'm still going through my planes. And they're in the box, brand new, never even taken out, is one of the original e-flight Hawker Hurricanes in the box. Now, this is, a, I want to say, a real kind of infamous plane The E-flight brought out that didn't go well at all. Like it didn't last. It got discontinued real quick. Beautiful looking airplane. But I wanted to tell the backstory on it a little real quick in case people don't know. Now, back then, and I don't even know how old this airplane is. I'm going to say five, six, maybe even more, seven years ago, somewhere in there. Anyway, I was on this huge warbird kit. And at the time, FMS was really coming around. They're starting to pump out these awesome-looking warbirds, and they had a few flaws, but the price was unbelievable, and I was just buying them up left and right. And I think Horizon Hobby at the time was trying you know, to compete a little bit, but the problem was back then, their planes were re- really expensive, and they didn't come w- set up with like... Uh, retracts or the flaps so you had to buy the retracks and put it in you had to buy the flap servos and put those in and cut the flap. in so by the time everything was said and done for andre it'd be like a thousand dollar canadian airplane by the time you bought everything right yeah so they announced this plane coming out like i'm going to say almost a year You know, they said, hey, this is what we got. They were showing some pictures of it and blah, blah, blah. And and this is where the whole thing started with Horizon Hobby about not, you know, letting people know what was going on. You know, they were taking pre-orders for it and this and that. Well, they had a problem with it, Mike, like. At first we really didn't know what the problem was but i think if i remember correctly it was the the paint there was something wrong with the paint the paint kept flaking off so they must have got a whole flock of them got them over here whatever and go oh no we got a problem well then it went on back order for months and months and months and months and well, I shouldn't say months and months and months, but it was a long time where people were really getting irritated and they, you know, canceling their back orders or whatever. And then the plane finally come out and people looked at it and the price and everything. And I, I just don't think it sold. Beautiful looking airplane, but it just didn't sell and went like instantly on discontinued. Mm. And after that, Horizon was like, well, you know what? We learned our lesson. We're not doing that anymore. So now you really don't like it's, you don't hear anything and then boom, it's out, you know, they're they wait, and I think Hobby King maybe have learned their lesson a little bit now too, since you know they were pumping out all that stuff. And I know Stuart was leaving or whatever, but still, you're, we're getting the same rumblings here. You know, the, the, we, the, you show us these planes six months ago, and everybody's all excited and hyped up. Well, then six months later, you forget about it. You know what I mean? So I don't know, but anyway, I just found it fascinating that on er, Andre that Adam Drain um. had one of those. In the box, like I want to see it. I want to pull it out of the box and look at it, and you know, I was like, "Oh my gosh, unbelievable!" So, what kind of bird is that, Hurricane? Harvey? Uh it's um sh- here, my Show bird. you warbird. Yeah, it's a eleven. I think it's
1: eleven hundred millimeter. It's it, it was just uh it was the intermediate with the Spitfire, basically, in mm-hmm. World War II. So it's a British okay. warbird.
0: Here's what it looks like on the box. Can you see that? Here, I'll pull the picture up for you. Yeah,
1: and Beautiful so, so Adam Adam recently, uh, okay. him and his family got lucky in that and relocated to a new, bigger home. So he's in his basement. He's getting his man cave all set up and just going through his fleet. But the man has an extensive collection, I have to say. Oh, wow. It's just unbelievable, the planes. And, wow.
0: and again, I don't know like how he finds all these great deals. It, it, you know, if it's Craigslist or is he searching? Our, I, I don't know, but it's unbelievable the planes he's getting oh no,
1: he's you. up. We woke him up. Oh, <laughs>
0: good, 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 good. Somebody probably called him. Yeah, hey, they're <laughs> talking about you again. Uh, so, um, it's hopefully, magic. <laughs> yeah, it's magic. <laughs> I don't know. You got yeah. the, you got something. So, hopefully, Adam will come up and we'll get him on the show, and I'll have another Albie. But anyway, again, it's just going back to a lot of these older planes. I was just curious yeah. if anybody out there, if if. You know, if you've been in the hobby ten years or, or more or whatever, and you had those favorite planes back, Mike, you had to have something back in the day that you don't have now. No? Well, you keep everything though, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't sell anything. No,
2: <laughs> I don't know what my first plane was. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. it was the it was the Sky Surfer. Oh yeah that was yeah my yeah. First. Uh, well, I had a Warbird that I failed miserably with, and it came back into my hands. And I haven't got it back up. That Mustang P fifty one Mustang that took a night cad battery.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Andre, what is there any? I know you know you're well, you're not new, but you haven't quite been in as long as I have. So, but is there yeah. anything even to to that this day? Heart that yeah, you that have. you got yeah. rid of, or maybe you crash and you're like, oh my gosh, I missed that plane well. or.
1: I, well, I mean, a couple of the uh, – well, the, all my early ones were um, were all scratch build, like flight test kits and stuff like that or even just flight test plans. So mm-hmm. I haven't really destroyed any of the modern-day foamies to the point that it's like, yeah, this plane is done. The race but comes But I'm to like mind. you. I, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm terrified of doing in the albatross, so you know that's only going to fly on special occasions. Like I said, if I come down in May, we'll I'll mm-hmm. bring it with me now, yeah. And uh, maybe flight fest, but it's uh, most of the ones. That's why I kind of like buying some of the ones. I'm always leery of the used ones, and it was funny because this conversation I had with Adam this week was like, I've got a guy here, one of you know, and he's he's thinning out his fleet a little bit, and it's like, oh, there's an SE5, you uh. know, for a decent price Canadian, but I'm mm-hmm. like. Is it going to be a Shelf Queen? You know, do I really need another Shelf Queen? But I like the biplanes. I really yeah. do like how they look. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and then there was another gentleman at the field last week flying a, uh, a, a PT-17, uh, you know, another but another brand. So I'm like, well, you know, and I looked at the price. It's a good price, but you can't get spare parts mm-hmm. right now. So I'm like, okay. So this is where the e flay coming out later on in September. I'm like oh it's the right size and everything and there were a couple airplanes on this list uh, for, that the guy's selling and and Adam's like ooh, an FM Fms b2025 I'm like yeah it's <laughs> got a 63 inch wingspan I don't even think that's gonna fit in my car you know and yeah it's just, at po- what points at what point is it just a little you know so I kind of like stuff and oh yeah the I think the there was a, a FMS p38. It oh, takes dude. two oh, four cells yeah. to fly. Oh you're I'm killing like, me. Oh well it's like, yeah, they're gorgeous and everything. It's high dollar. Yeah. But they're huge airplanes. And I'm like, right. okay, you know, there's yeah. there's 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 a lot of planes to uh to think about, you know. But oh, I do I do like a good deal and I do like some of these older ones. It's almost interesting to see if 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 there was enough of a movement that Horizon would go, okay, we're gonna Print or print. We're going to manufacture a couple of spare parts. You know, every year for X, X, Y, and Z. They almost need a um, a pool database on their website. You know, what are you still flying? What do you still need parts for? You mm-hmm. know, and you know, tick off. Well, those wing struts on the uh, the albatross. You know, and stuff yeah, like that. Or, that
0: would be. Cool. Or Andre, here's my thing. I wanted to talk about, uh, and you remind me of that. Was you know horizon's bringing back some of these older planes you know they brought back the whoa, what the heck was it the um now i can't remember the stinson they brought back the stinson yeah um anyway but my thought was okay so you're bringing some of these planes back like say the, the albatross or or whatever change the paint scheme, fix a couple of the things that maybe it had problems with, whether it was the struts or the landing gear or whatever. If it had small, you know, fix those problems, do what they're, they've normally been yep. doing, throw in their AS3X or and offer it in a plug and play and bring it back. Yeah. You know? And see what happens. So, it, you never know. Um, Andre, the other thing I wanted to ask you and talk to you about, and, it's see, this is crazy because I feel like I've been working so much lately, Mike, and I don't know what's going on. And I've been off the radar and, you know, <laughs> it's been crazy. And then I'm going on vacation, you know, in a week or so. But anyway, I feel like like I haven't seen or talk, literally talked to you guys in weeks, mm-hmm. you know. So it now we're together like and I'm just, yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> shut up. But anyway, um, but Andre, I wanted to ask you now, what was it last year, year before whatever? Well, first you made the big purchase, the e-flight um, Sukhoi, right? Yeah, and I remember, you know, back then you were you were kind of hesitant because the e flight planes for you are really expensive. Then you turned around and and of course there were some Hobby King planes mixed in between them and whatever, and then you made the big purchase with the uh, the Nightbrave the Pawnee, the Pawnee. Yep. Okay, so then we were talking and had some discussions, and you were like, you know, these planes are are really expensive. These are like over three hundred and some dollar planes for me. I don't know if I'm willing to keep spending the money on on this stuff. Like it's really, really expensive for me, and I'm not really flying him that much. So you kind of were off that kick a little bit, I think personally. Just listening to you talk and everything, but now, you know, and we're going to get into the whole commander thing and let you talk about your your review and all that. But now you ended up buying a commander, which. Kind of surprised me. I know you had your eye on it and you liked that plane and everything, but really for me to see you just jump in and go and buy it, I was a little shocked. Now, yeah. you know, through a little bit of Texas week, you were like, man, now they come out. And we'll again, we'll talk later <laughs> about the, the Sirius, they just come out and we talked about the PT 17. You're kind of eyeing one of those two up.
1: So, yes,
0: what. What has changed from that year or two years ago where you're like I'm kind of done paying this kind of money for these planes and now you're you you bought w- another one and now i up a possible what would that be the fourth or fifth one so yep. what has changed
1: Uh well I mean it just you know I I've always liked the Hobby King stuff but things like the shipping it, it just basically got to the point that uh the price just came on par and mm this year when you look at all the models coming out there wasn't a whole lot that i saw from hobby king and i have to i have to give kudos to to e and horizon for producing products that kind of went hey you know just to get my attention and uh that's that's where the commander purchase really came from mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they blindsided us there was the PT17 and I kind of went well that's you know the right size I'm uh-huh. wanting a really nice buy wing and then the UMX Timber I'm like ah you know and it's just just they just had a they've been they haven't teased mhm they haven't teased anything recently. It was like, nope, this is what we're releasing. And there's a series, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but this year they, they they just they did a good job. They just they they went on a good run and uh you know, Hobby King really didn't have anything that lit us up or at least availability of of, of yeah. new airplanes to really go, ooh, it's like you remember you remember the PT forty, you know, it's like yeah. gotta have it, gotta have it, gotta have it. And then we waited and waited and waited, and same thing with the um uh the, the the Pawnee and the Pawnee and I and we've documented this many times the Pawnee and I had a really rough relationship yes, yeah, initially yeah, yeah, and right. now it's one of my favorite oh speaking of which so last weekend I flew the Pawnee with some Hobby King Tundra tires on it. oh, <laughs> oh nice. my god oh, so much drag it was I had one of my oh, buddies there, in right. his uh he had a little sky hunter and he was chasing me and I'm like firewall on this thing to, like wow this is really draggy and uh-huh. so i'll change the wheels back to the to those the larger ones which are still bigger than the stock ones i want to try the tundra tires but they just they're too just much. too draggy yeah. so that way you'll be applied yeah, uh, at
2: chad's again with the larger wheel well
1: yeah 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 uh <laughs> you know well that that was a wheel tightening thing and i was kind of freaked out after putting the uh putting the radiant in and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um we'll get that thing back up. But yeah, that plane came along. And so yes, for me this year, E flight has done a really good job. And, and, you know, um, I think I'm also, you know, initially when the hobby, when I first got into the hobby, I was kind of still in the racing and everything. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've eased up on the budget. I've come a longer and, you know, that willingness to look at certain aircraft are, are there. So, and, that hence is me purchasing the purchasing the Commander. I kind of really looked at it. I knew um, when they rolled out their airplanes. I, I liked the Optera a lot, but I said ah, I don't need a really big wing. I've got like three of them sitting mm-hmm. there, and two of them are not even finished. You right. know, these wings from Sweet Wings and another mm-hmm. one from Video Aerial Systems. And Commander was like number two on that list of really nice airplanes to come out this year. And so yeah, I went with the purchase and did it. Mm. Don't regret it at all. It's a beautiful airplane. Yeah. Well,
0: since we're on the subject and we're talking about it, let's you know let's let's pop up a mini review from you and tell us what you think. It it was kind of funny too because I believe you know we. I fly Spectrum, Mike fly Spectrum, you know, you got yep. the Timber. We're, we're pretty familiar with the the new Safe Select and how it works and everything. But this was kind yeah. of your first plane with the Safe Select. <laughs> and it was, for you, it was a little of a learning process of what was going on and things that was yeah. doing right and things that you thought was, you know, doing wrong. So anyway, let's just let's go into a mini review of the Commander. Tell us what, your you know, your thoughts and everything as far as getting well, it together. It, it's
1: and, funny because... I really struggled with the terminology, and it took me a little bit to understand because the first time I flew it, it was in safe select mode, and I'm like, "Holy! If this is what they consider AS3 x and, and limited, and it was like, wow, this this thing is like way too much control." I mean, and I'm rolling it, and it's kind of like, oh, mm. it's it's like driving a bus. I'm yeah, like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Turn that off. And right. So my my. Initial impression was it's either all on or all off, and I'm like, This thing has got to be you know, it's got to be like AS3X with like a beginner mode or something. No, 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 it is safe select mm-hmm. on or off, and then when it's and either way, AS3X is in the background. Yes. So, as soon as I got that into my head and articulated <laughs> that in my video, I had someone come back because I, I flew a video and I'm talking away through this video, and I'm like, ah, I'll just turn this all off and go flying, and I'm like, Oh, this is much better, and I'm like. Um, okay. So then I came back and, and, and so once I had reread the manual, we're all thinking, man, there's something with this thing. Do I need a cable? Do I need to go into the settings and all this stuff? No, 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 no. Yeah. Safe select is your you know, this plane is limited, it is controlled, you know, it flies fine, but for me I'm like, wow. So as soon as I turn that off and started mm-hmm. flying, and you see it in the video, this thing, I was just having a blast with this airplane, dual rolls and loops and everything. And AS3X is in the background, smoothing things out when it gets a little crazy, but I'm still flying the airplane. I can, so I have the choice. You can, with this plane, like any of the newer e-flights, you can bind it with the safe select completely off. Mm-hmm. You can have it on, or you can slave it to a switch. That's what I've done. So yes. I can turn it on and off. And I'm in the process right now what was really interesting was um, the rates. Uh, they call for like a low rate, 70%, high rate, 100 But there's no real, when you flick the switches and all that, it doesn't really want a medium rate, which is funny to me because I usually have three steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to work with that and clean up my remote. And yeah, I fly my Tyrannus and I have an Orange RX DSM2 DSMX module that I that flies pretty good am i at the point where i'd almost consider buying a spectrum radio if i if if i wanted to throw out the extra money and have a second remote i might consider that Mm -hmm. so that was the big question on the next airplane you know if Mm. i look at a pt-17 or something do i do a plug and play or do i go and get another bind and fly and yeah I look at it and I said, okay, if I put it in a half decent, you know, FR Sky receiver, that's 20 to $40, you know. And so the price difference is not enough for me to go, ah, uh, so I just ended up, I just ended up buying the buy and fly because if the AS3X is working and I can turn off say the safe select, I'm happy, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, do <clears throat> I find it? It, once in a while, I find the Pawnee does weird stuff, but that's the Pawnee and some of those old receivers. Speaking uh, uh, of the receivers, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last show. My buddy had has a green Sukhoi and happened to get his hands on a blue Sukhoi's receiver. to put mm-hmm. it in the plane said uh-huh. it was night-day difference. No kidding. It doesn't have the stability mode. It doesn't have the modes anymore. It's yeah. exactly that. Safe select
0: or uh, a Yeah. Know?
1: And he says he can fly the plane exactly how he has wants. He doesn't have to go through the modes. So I'm like, great. When you try and buy one of those receivers on its own without the airplane, wow.
0: Yeah, so, they are pricey. Aren't they hundred, close to 100 bucks or something, I think? And
1: each, if I'm correct, each receiver is like, you know the one that's in the commander is tuned for the commander's flying if i take this out and i put it in another airplane it's not going to be quite the same so if i put it in like mike's timber it's Mm going to fly differently correct yeah it won't do it so but you can get the cable and you can Mm -hmm. program them up load the profiles and everything which is which is pretty cool i probably will so you know that is the next question for me like i said do i go with a plug and play but i just You know what? If I turn around one day and I actually sell a plane, which I've yet to manage to do. you know, it's a, it's a possibility, but if I just buy them in this one and go, and I just kind of go, ah, you know, like a receiver's a receiver, and yes, you can get the, uh, the some of the stabilized uh, FR Sky products and everything, but mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, then you got to sit there and tune, and I just yeah. want to fly the, thing, yes. you know, so, yeah, yeah. so no, and I even get to the point where I decide to do, there's some really slick modules now for uh, that, that are actually, you know, Spectre radius taken apart and turned into a module. I may go that route eventually if I suspect them having any issues, but I've never had a doubt with my Orange RX module. So, yeah. So, back to the Commander. Superb airplane, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the size of it. It is a bigger plane. Uh, It it is a beefy plane, but boy, is it constructed well. Boy, does it look nice. And man, it flies really cleanly. Really? Um, Yeah. And, and, what could
0: you kind of uh, compare it to? Because I I know originally, I think when we talked, you you were is like- that a mid-wing or a bottom wing? I can't tell. It's a low it's on, wing. Yeah. Low wing, okay. Yeah. You know, you, when it first came out, we talked about it a little bit. You were kind of like, well, this is what I think the Sukhoi should have been. I'm like, well- Or the Pawnee. Or the, yes, that's even better, the Pawnee, because really the Sukhoi was built for you know doing 3D aerobatics. Yeah. But yes, yeah. I totally agree with you. The Pawnee- this is what the Pawnee should be with the bigger motor and, yeah. you know, optional, you know, bigger battery and everything. So what what can you kind of compare it to a little bit of flying life?
1: i think the other day i said it's like a fat spitfire because it's got a nice elliptical wing and everything a big fuse it's it's a beautiful sport flyer and mm-hmm. you know it's got it's got a very remnants of a spitfire kind of shape but obviously the fuse is punched out a little bigger and i fly that thing on a 3s4000 it just wow. it just loves that bigger battery and i get the weight the cg forward which i kind of like flying and it's got a really robust gear so it's a really well designed airplane the I think the Pawnee, if we remember correctly from, from uh, Matt's conversation, was this wasn't a plane that, that they designed. I think it was a plane that they purchased mm-hmm. and then threw in their technology, their motor yeah. and their, their AS3X and stuff. Right. This is an e-flight designed aircraft, mm. you know, in company. So it's got. A bigger robust landing gear. it's got this nice simplified frame i mean it's just it it took no time to build i think i had more of a fussy time getting the spar into the wing because i wasn't pushing far enough in mm-hmm. and then after that it was done so it's like a 15 minute build and you're in the air yeah um so it's uh, uh it's just a really clean simple plane You know, it was. It would have been interesting to see if they designed it a little smaller to the because it's a 1.4. So if it had been a 1.2 or even Mm -hmm. a 1100 mil, I think this thing would be really, really popular plane. Mm -hmm. Because at 1.4, it is a big one. But when I go flying now. It's funny because I'll take like three classes of airplane. I'll take a really big sucker that'll <laughs> fit in the trunk. Yeah. I'll take something a little smaller like the Pawnee, which will fit in the back seat, even the Sukhoi and everything. Anything, anything you know, under one point two will fit in the back seat of the car. I find you kind of wiggle it through, mm-hmm. and then obviously a UMX. So it's it's kind of fun to have those three different classes of airplane as I look at them now, um, and it's nice because it's got a big ESC. It's got a big power. 15 or 15 pound, whatever they call it. Yeah. Big honking motor in there. So it's just, it climbs and, it, and it's got the right color scheme and everything. So
2: how's the, I don't know. It's a, how's the wheels deal my, with like, do you have to land it on a smooth surface or does it take turn I haven't it
1: tried it on grass yet, but I know Josh and the guys, when they did the review on for flight test, they were flying out of Fury Field. Oh, and they wow. had no issues. They might mm. have had a few rollovers and landing, but it's got a pretty nice set of wheels. Really? and I do think it will I do think I'll be able to strap some skis onto it uh, mm. come this winter. Awesome. Yeah. So.
0: All right, now here's one thing I wanted to mention a little bit. What I like about horizon and Eflight and even like their their park zone stuff is, it seems like a lot of these companies and again when we get to the Bush Mule we'll talk a little bit more about this you know is four cell is be, seems to be coming the new three cell. Now I had to purchase some batteries for the Bush Mule because I you know didn't really know it was coming and two I what didn't even know exactly what battery it was using at the time so when I got it and everything I was like oh crap I got to get a couple at least a couple batteries for this thing. I have to compliment Horizon and E-flight and that whole company because most of their planes even the size of like the commander you just said what would you say 1.4 or whatever 1.3 you can still fly most of their e-flight stuff and park zone stuff on a 3 cell the price yeah. difference between 3 and 4 cell is kind of a big right difference day, yeah. you know like Andre just said you can throw you know probably will fly off of a 2200 if you wanted to you know um, up to a 4000 so you got a big range right there and I'm still kind of stuck on three cell. I still have a ton of three cell. I like the three yeah. cell. And that is one thing when I look in an airplane nowadays, it really will, you know, if I'm- You've mentioned that before. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, four yeah, cell, like, that's a lot more money. Well, I really you, you know like the money this plane investment of four and I like too. this one, but okay, I'm yeah. buying this one because it's a three cell and I have those batteries or the batteries and, are and, cheaper. Yeah. You know what I mean? So- when they're are getting that size plane, that commander like that, and I can still buy a three cell and, and Andre. Obviously, you you don't think it lacks on any kind of performance or anything, right? No, that's no. fantastic. Well, I mean, I'm
1: running I'm running a a 40 C battery, so mm-hmm. um, that is kind of nice. Uh, you know, it's so it's got punch. I haven't tried it on a 22 because I kind of figured why would I limit my flight times? I, and I agree. Mess with my CG, I totally
0: you agree. know, yeah, yeah.
1: And yep. I think I think they're smart and in, in you're right because they say okay most of our pilots who are buying our product are either going to have the 2200 mm-hmm. or the 3000 like mm-hmm. you fly in your Optera. Yeah. So let's make sure our planes fly on that and that makes complete sense. Yes. Um I was and I'm I'm like you. Um I I look at aircrafts, planes and I go, do I have the battery in my fleet without buying another one because that was always the thing like when I bought my first uh EFX racer. It's like um, okay, what battery is that? And I have, so I have six 4S 1800s, and I'm kind of like, well, what else can fly with this battery, you know, that's actually going to, you know, accept the weight restrictions and or, uh, you know, make it through? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, so those batteries, if I'm not flying the EFX ra- uh, racer, um don't do anything actually i may even use them in the in, in the bushmill with two of them in there for the weight and but i happen to have the batteries for the bushmeal just fine mm-hmm. and so the other one that that's going to be a bur- battery purchase will be that umx timber and it's kind of like well okay well as soon as that starts that means i can start looking at a couple of those two s t- uh, umx planes because i'll have a couple extra you know 282 cells but it's, i've resisted till then yes. because yes the battery purchase exactly and, you know, it's a, 2S, a 2S280 is the same darn price as a, as a lower-end 3S2200. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, oh! The, yeah. You know, so. Right. Uh, I mean, I do, the 4S, the 4S battery package has kind of exploded for me this year. I, no, explode's the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> because of the Warbirds. And I enjoy mm-hmm. flying them, but I have to be in the mood. So, otherwise, those batteries. And I have been flying a lot more aircraft with 4S uh, and having no issues. But it's, like yeah, yeah. It's to stay and keep it keep it economical and everything. And I still remember the day when I first started, and I had two batteries. You know, old. <laughs> this time twenty thirteen. You know, it was mm-hmm. Christmas that I finally got enough batteries around my birthday or whatever that I got my two pack battery packs. That they're actually still in the fleet, but I oh use them in James's gosh. RC truck. Yeah you know, but it was like, this is how I started, you know, and then, you know, and then all the shipping rules came in. So now batteries are supreme concern because either they cost me a premium here to buy them locally from the hobby stores, or I have to say, okay, I'm going to wait and then I'm going to ship them and pay a premium for shipping. So yeah.
0: All right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to, I'm going to ask you, Andre, we're going, I'm going to uh, go through some yep. of the things of the commander. And I want you to give me a, on a scale of one through 10, obviously one being the worst, 10 being the best. Um, fit and finish. What would you give the commander? An eight. An eight.
1: An eight. It is, it's got a really nice paint. I haven't really chipped anything. Some of the decals, particularly around the, um, uh, where the canopy meets, they're getting moved around a little bit, but mm-hmm. otherwise, um, it's got the right combination of color to foam. Like I, I like I like the white foam planes with just enough coloring that you've got some visual, mm-hmm. and then you you know you don't want the paint chip off. I think the paint might actually be a little bit better than what was on the Pawnee, mm-hmm. but and that is aged pretty well. I mean, obviously the wingtips get their little scuffs yeah. here and there, um, but otherwise the paint has been really good. I didn't have any real big issues while assembling. Um, okay, uh,
0: building it pulling it out of the box, putting it together, getting it ready to go
1: to fly. What do you got? Ah, uh, nine. That was that was so simple. There was uh, the, the biggest thing, and if you watch my uh, build video, the biggest regret I had was I had it on my, my plane stand when I had it flipped upside down and I actually wrinkled some of the foam around the canopy and near the back. And I was actually upset about that. Uh. I was like, ah, you know, gotta put a cloth down. The build is super easy. It's like But it's a screw. It's a, it's a couple screws and the plane is assembled. The biggest problem I had was when I was putting my spar into the wing, I didn't push through that last little bit of foam mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to put it in oh, and it wouldn't yeah. fit, so I'm, I'm filling around. So it took me like an extra 10 minutes to figure that out. So it is a really easy build. You follow the manual, go through it and it's, mm-hmm. it is literally a couple screws. Um, it would have been nice for them to throw a couple extra screws into the bag.
0: Right. And that's one thing I always love about Horizon planes is 95% of them, you know, you buy the the binding and flies or whatever, they go together so quick. Mike, you know that, you yeah. like, you know, whatever the timber, you just might have to put a, you normally don't even have to put the wheels on it. You know, you slide the wings together and charge the battery and, and go for it. Um, okay. Let's jump into the flight characteristics. You know, does it do everything you want to do? Is it what you expected? What do you got on that?
1: Uh, yeah. When you're, when you're not in safe select, <laughs> it, it is, it is a really nice plane. The last couple of flights have been, they've been pretty windy days and it goes up. The only time I wasn't completely happy was it was a really gray overcast day. And, mm-hmm. uh, even with that size of airplane, I was struggling to track it cause just, it was just, so just gray, flat gray sky. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, that red and white works really well and it flies it's really predictable and really stable uh and i was just having a good time bringing it in and it lands like a pussycat um which is really nice to see yeah um yeah and that does have flaps right yes and i haven't even flown i've i put them on once but it was really windy so Uh it was dancing around i'm like "Eh, i don't need them and Uh i came in and just i've greased all the landings so far and been really satisfied with how it comes in very predictable it's got a nice slow speed envelope i haven't dropped it to a stall yet mm-hmm. um but i've slowed it down coming on an approach and i was like yeah i'll abort that and she takes off so plenty of power um it develops a, it's got a good range um i'll do some more speed tests with it i've actually only flown two three packs through it so far so i still got a little bit more time to, to get through it uh i haven't flown it on landed on grass yet or taken off on grass mm-hmm. i've just done the gravel track. So.
0: Yeah. And that was going to be my next question with, uh, the, you know, the landing obviously it has wheel pants on it. So the grass would have yeah. to be fairly short. Now, is it an option to be able to take the wheel pants off and put bigger wheels on it?
1: I think so. I mm-hmm. do think so. Uh, cause it, and, and it's funny cause this is my first airplane with wheel pants and I thought it looked really good with the pants.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, anything else, Mike, Did any questions on that plane at all? No, I was
2: just wondering about the tires as well, because mm-hmm. he said it create, but this sounds like it has more power than the Pawnee, that it oh, would yeah, create way bigger that he could oh, yeah. put under yeah. tires and not have the drag problem that he did with the Pawnee. Uh, I, I don't
1: think it would look not good. He, no, it, no, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I am going to try it up my field on the grass uh, and, and just see how it goes. Uh, it I mean, it does weigh a little bit more, but it is a really nice Z-foam, and it's so it's pretty it's pretty durable. Um, I haven't really marked it up. grabbing it. You know, you're always careful about that. And there's some really good spots to hold the plane and carry it around. Um, obviously, it does take up a little bit more mass. I tried it on my, uh, tried to put it on my shelf. I've got a little hanger set up in 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 the basement now, but it sticks out too far. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a this this one's sitting on the ground. Yeah. So because it is a you know it is a 1400 uh, mil uh, wingspan, so it is a a longer airplane and a wider airplane, but. It's uh it's no worse than say like your tundra or your timber.
0: Yeah. All right. So on a scale of one to ten, overall, everything, you know, build quality, uh, how it goes together, flight characteristics, everything, what what do you what would you give the commander, e flight commander?
1: I think I'd have to give this thing a strong eight or nine, man. This wow. thing this plane yeah, well this this one, like I said, you know, I don't I don't part with my hard earned money for a, for a plane and you know yeah. full, and, and you know, it was it was a you know, it was 300 Canadian plus taxes. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, 340 Canadian after now it was on sale and Mm -hmm. it's on par with uh, like, like dollar wise, you know, exchange rate wise and everything. It's on par with what you guys would pay. So I, I thought it was a, it was a reasonable deal and yeah, to go into the hobby store and just plop down the cash and say, I want that one. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of fun to be able to do that. You know, I don't do that very often for, for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, this one's saying, this one spoke to me. So good job, E-Flight. They convinced yeah. me.
0: Um, one last thing I kind of want to know a little bit is versatility with this plane. Like we always talk about uh, the timber or the tundra. You, know, you can take yeah. it out in any kind of conditions, fly it off of anything, do whatever you want. So what? how's the range and the versatility? You know, if you just want to go out and cruise around real slow, you know, and maybe do some touch and goes and then ramp it up and do some mild aerobatics or, and stuff like that. How is that?
1: Uh, I Yeah, I don't think this airplane is going to give you any trouble there. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, versatility too is it will become, you know, will it fly off skis and obviously you know i I had good success with the pawnee flying off skis this one may do it but it's also a heavier aircraft so if i start getting into a lot of ruts and everything i don't know if it will uh it also looks really good so i'll probably spare it from from a winter to be honest but we'll see Uh, i do want to tie you know so i've got some bigger skis i can slap onto it which it might do just fine and um, but I think, uh, yeah, I think I'll be flying it a lot. Um, it's one of those things where I have to make a decision when I go flying with it because I can only fit say the timber or say the Tundra or this plane in the, in the car. I can't take both of them. Right. So it's a, it's just, so I have to, I have to pick, uh, you know, what, what plan I'm going to do. I, I'm going to say it would handle the wind. It wouldn't, you know, or it, it won't be as versatile as a high wing, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think it still would put up pretty good because you can hit those flaps and slow it down and everything, which I, I haven't even you know really tried to its maximum, but I think you could do a lot of touching. You probably could spend most of your afternoon doing really nice touch and goes, but you're not going to do... You know, it had the last takeoff, I, I kind of goosed it to see what you would do on takeoff, and it did a pretty short takeoff even without flaps. So mm-hmm. um, I think you could have fun, but I think... Um, you know, when we're really goofing around, the high wings are just better because you've got the ground clearance on landing. Mm-hmm. So even if you do get a little goofy, you know, you're you're likely not to. If that landing gear will take up the slack and also your clearance between the ground and the wing. Yeah. So. Right.
2: Does it have nav there lights go. or anything or any lighting on
1: it? I didn't notice. It has no lights. Okay. No, there are I no lights know. on this one. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. There you have it. Andre's review of the E-Flight Commander. Pretty
1: cool airplane. Yep. It is.
0: Okay, on this is like uh RC after hours plain review podcast or something. I don't know. We got a ton of stuff to talk about, uh which yeah. is good because, you know, I think at this time last year we were we were really kind of worried a little bit of everything was just flooding to the um the multi-rotor market, like all we've seen was multi-rotor, yeah. multi-rotor, multi-rotor, multi-rotor. And I think it's kind of slowing down a little bit. Maybe things are coming around full circle and it seems like the plane stuff. Don't you agree, Mike, you think? Well, I would, except I got to fly the butter quad. Oh, no, you got to talk. I'm going <laughs> to oh, write that gosh.
2: down, butter. And I hate to even mention quads with all this great plane talk. Quad. But... We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay.
0: But... Uh... <laughs> But I mean, really, in all seriousness, no, it, it really seemed last year I was kind of bummed out that everything was just yeah. quad, quad, yeah, quad, or multi-rotor, multi-rotor. And I was like, come on, man. We got to get back into the plane stuff a little bit. And this year, it seems to be turned around a little bit, which I'm so happy about. Don't get me wrong. I love to fly my quads. I, I love yeah. the Torrent and the Vortex and all that. But um, I lost my train of thought. Okay. Anyway. Next point. On, <laughs> on to the bush mule. And this was a plane we, again, we talked about, uh, I'll throw ours up here on the screen. Yeah, it had to be like six months ago. And, you know, originally Hobby King come out with the Sky Mule and it, a fantastic airplane. Obviously, you have one, flown the daylights out of it. There it is.
1: Crashed it several times. Crashed it
0: several times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I think what they did is they took everything, again, I got to give some kudos to Hobby King. They took everything from the Sky Mule that wasn't perfect or they didn't really like and put it into the Bush Mule. You know, they made it a little bit bigger. They changed the landing gear around. They put some awesome lights and navigation lights and everything on it. Um, Cargo door. Cargo door. It now has struts on the wings. It has flaps, full 90 degree barn door flaps now. Uh, a power i'm not 100% sure i think it might have a little bit more power or different motors i believe i could be yeah. wrong on that um now the original sky mule did it have a steerable nose wheel yes okay yes. so they all right so i wasn't 100% sure on that so anyway it's basically everything that people kind of wanted they've redone uh and also this uh bush mule is bigger it's uh in it the, looks thicker it is it's bigger heavier I was amazed putting it together that the wing Andre how heavy that wing is did you <laughs> I was like wow is this thing even going to fly I mean it's it's a big heavy airplane heavier duty landing gear
1: Yeah that's that uh, yeah, for me that's did you like the springiness
0: Yeah that's so, really
1: cool.
0: uh, you know, it's, it's looks to be, I haven't flown it yet. And I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, it looks to be an awesome, well built, like tank of an airplane. Like you can just, it, does. it reminds yeah.
2: me like a tank for the
0: air. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. So it will be interesting uh, to actually get it in the air. So I don't know. I was, I was shocked that these were, were coming, um, you know, when it showed up in the mail. So. One thing about it is, I, I don't know, Andre. You you probably obviously know more than I do about this. It's it's probably a maybe a little pre production model, or it might be one of the first ones off. The, I don't know exactly. Um, so there, we had no manual,
1: which nope. is
0: not a big deal. And the reason I'm mentioning this is, is because we have no manual, and for us to put it together, it was very simple. I was I was shocked. Yeah. It went together very well. Um, you know, Andre and I talked a little bit back and forth, but there's a couple sets of screws where we weren't 100% sure on. But after looking at everything, it, it, you, no problem for you, Mike. No manual, you
2: can put it together. Yeah. A manual's just someone's suggestion. That's I'm right. Glad you went on your own. On, that's right. <laughs> well,
1: so, the manual's going to be, the manual's going to be electronic. So it's the right. same thing as some of the later, you know, the more recent Duraflies. So same, same issue with the uh, same. Versioning with the, the Avios, it's going to go digital, which makes complete sense. Yes,
0: I agree. So, it- um, what else was I going to say? I forget. Uh, let me flip this back. Um, now again, with most hobby King planes, unlike the, the horizon hobby and stuff, you, there is more assembly to it. Like you got to spend, I don't know what it took me. Maybe, well, I had a dog in the way, but maybe an hour and a half kept trying what? To, yeah, my one dog kept trying to chew the tires and I couldn't anyway. Um, <laughs> So, it, you know, it takes, Mike, it takes a little bit more time to, to put together. You know, you uh, you had to assemble the wings, uh, plug everything in, put the props on, put the tail on, put the elevator on, some linkage controls, uh, nose wheel. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think. So, you know, it took a little bit of time. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, there was a few little things that I noticed, you know, uh, when we do the review, we can get into it a little bit more but a uh, few just nothing major just a few little things that I had like um I'm trying to remember off the top of my head uh getting the nose wheel in was a, was a little you know trying and get the getting the linkages and you know Andre did it one way I did it another way and when we do the review we'll talk about a little bit more there's you know maybe some little tricks if you guys go to purchase this plane you know help you out a little bit but overall it went together very well uh, w- uh nice looking again well built airplane now again a couple of things that caught me off guard and i don't know if it's cuz it's been 6 months i i kind of forgot it flies on 4 cell <laughs> and i had no really no batteries for this thing like none so it's i had to surprising. order some yeah had to order some batteries some 4 cells um the other thing in case you don't know and again it's not something you have to do but you really need a minimum of a 5 channel receiver really to get this thing you know to fly minimalist so if you want to use the the flaps and and everything
1: more than that more than a 5 channel
0: okay yeah you're right i guess you'd have to have a 6 channel because of the twin engine if if you want to do the differential thrust correct
1: yeah, so you've got your aileron you've got <laughs> your um your elevator you got your rudder you got engine number 1 engine yeah. number 2 mm-hmm. flaps yes Cargo door and yep. then two separate connections for lights.
0: Yes. Yes. So I ended up having to order I, uh, a nine channel receiver because I'm going to I'm going to I want all the bells and whistles. <laughs> so I ordered a nine channel yeah. receiver. So I'm waiting on that. Hopefully next weekend, Mike, we can get this thing out and get it going. So I was going to say, I think I had some four cells, too. Oh, do
2: you have yeah, some? I had like three or four packs? I forget. I, it, we'd have to check it. Yeah. sure They work. But yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Stuart talking to Stuart about it. Uh, and we will get Steven, who's the new brand manager for, uh, uh, Durafly and Avios. We will get him on the show after we fly to talk about it. And that's a little bit coordinating uh, on our part because, uh, there's a massive time zone difference as we all recall. Mm -hmm. Um, but Stewart said he had great success flying it on a, 2S, uh, sorry, a 4S 2200 all the way to the nose. I kind of like a little bit more weight and endurance, and I run my Sky Mule on those same 3S 4000s. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to try and get my hands in some 4S 3300s, um, and uh, that should be perfect for this airplane.
0: Andre, did you, between the two, like when you pick up the Bush Mule and pick up the Sky Mule, is there a considerable weight difference? Did you notice?
1: Uh, not too bad. I'll have to check them. I mean, my mm-hmm. Sky Mule doesn't have tires on right sure. now; so it's still skis. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was much more. If anything, it's just like the landing gear and stuff. But uh, it felt pretty well the same. I mean, it looks like visually they they look about the same size. Obviously, um, what I really like about the two differences is the. Um, uh, the, the elevator setup alone impressed me. They, they moved the servos to a better spot. Mm-hmm. They've gone from a... Uh, the SkyMule has a two a twin uh, elevator setup where it's got two rods running to the two halves. Mm-hmm. And if you remember uh, Flight Fest 15, when I crashed, that was one of the issues. I was getting uneven elevator throws yeah. and it really messed up the airplane. Plus, I was flying with rates. I fly this thing with no expo at 100% <laughs> throws, the SkyMule... And I, I just love how it flies, right? So yeah. this thing is going to be even better with the ground currents. Now yes. I don't – I'm going to be able to take off on anything. Like, yes. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see if this, you know, kind of replaces the, the Tundra for me.
0: Yeah, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing. And, and again, the only thing that really kills it for me is the Bad. big giant four-cell batteries. Like, you know, with the um, – The Tundra, I got a million 22 hundreds and I can take that, you know, I can take the, the, God, I can't think. You can fly all day. Yeah, on there I can fly all tundra. day. Take the tundra, the tundra out and just fly all day with that thing. uh battery after battery after battery. The Sky Mule, you know, I, I purchased some, and it'll like you said, Andre, it'll go from like twenty two hundreds up to 4,000s. Well, I went in between. I think I got thirty three hundreds or three thousands yeah. or thirty two something like that. So it's kind of right in the mix in between where you're getting, you know, um, the the good mix of flight time and power and everything and weight. So, but that's the only downfall I have right now with that plane is the, you know, kind of the pricey four cell batteries.
1: Yeah. I, but I think, I think the flying going to be awesome. Um, they, they, they come with skis and yes, there's a float kit. I, I, I can't float wait kit. to
2: try it on the floats. That's what I was just going to say. Does this thing have, this thing would look so great on the lake. It, oh you! Yep. I just can't even it, believe oh yeah you
1: like you should be getting your hands on it uh Hobby King said uh Stephen said he'd be sending along some once they're available I was just
2: gonna ask if it came with floats because I, I, I visually I'm looking at this thing thinking oh my gosh yeah. if this thing could take floats uh-huh it would be beautiful I think yeah. personally now mm.
1: my concern with the floats and it's the reason I haven't even tried the the Tundra line floats is I don't know if it would get in the car without having to be disassembled because of the uh, I don't have a hatchback so the next car is definitely going to be a hatchback <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know it'd fit in a Veracruz. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the wings can't come off easy enough, but I, I rarely take apart my airplanes. I just uh, kind of yeah. figure out a way to get in the car. But, but I know I know, if I, even if I can't really fly with the floats during the winter, I know I'll be on skis mm-hmm. right away because I loved flying the Sky Mule in the winter. And one of the things I love the most about it, and I talk about it in my, uh, in my assembly review video, is just – it's one of those planes that you almost wish it was in like a military gray scheme because you're coming in on these these landings approaches and the wind's kicking you around so you're you're flying with the rudders and everything and uh, you know you do your touchdown it, it looks like it should be landing on an aircraft carrier um, oh yes and so someone just asked does this one come with reversing ESCs and the answer is yes yes differential it does. thrust and reversing ESCs. so that's why you need like your eight or nine channels yes so, right right the radio will be full. I forgot about adding that in because that is another command. So that makes, yeah, uh, you definitely need at a minimum, minimum to take care of all the bells and whistles. You do need a minimum of an eight channel receiver. So that is a very good point. I had forgotten about that one. Yep, me too. So, I'm going to end up running on uh, on my e channel receiver with like nine ports. I'm going to end up running the lights on a Y-cable. And I may even go as far as uh, I'm going to run it stock, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to end up install, installing a, a, a U-back to uh, either support the receiver or just to support the lights.
0: Mm-hmm. That might be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, and I forgot about the reversing ESC, so that would be interesting. Which, again, Mike, that would be great on floats. You know, you can flip them. Yeah. You know, oh, man. But what I'm interested in Again, I'm it's, curious of the lighting if, too on the
2: lake if it would look cool. It like still
0: it'd still be kind of cool. You know, I remember from back in my younger days seeing the C130s, and we were at like a, a air show one time, and they were all lined up. And to get them out, they all had to to back up. So they everybody threw their props in reverse, and they backed the C130s out. So I thought it'd just be cool to, you know, with the bush meal, we'd be sitting there like ah, I'm going to back up and head out to the runway.
1: You know, That'd taxi be cool. out, yeah, oh, yeah, taxi
0: out. So.
1: I don't know, man. I think, Chris, this, this airplane might be, you know, I think this thing is going to be a good competition for, our, you know, the soft spot. I mean, I love twins, so to have this extra little bit of capacity, the ground clearance mm-hmm. is going to be huge as far as I'm concerned as well.
0: Now, the one thing I'm interested to see, and I think it's going to do well, the the one thing I have against the the Tundra a little bit is if it's pretty windy out, you you can still go out and fly the Tundra. It's not a problem. I mean, it, but it really bounces around and gets, you know, but it's still fun to fly. So I'm interested to see with this Some thing being frame. heavier, bigger, the twin yeah. engines, the differential thrust and everything. Like, I, that's going to be fun. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be really coming uh, in I, and doing a massive crosswind landing with the differential yeah. thrust, like just
1: er, <laughs> powering
0: that thing in is going to be cool for sure. So <laughs> it
2: does and look then, nice.
0: Believe it or not, this is actually the. First twin engine plane I have had in my hands personally. Nice. I well, mean, this is it, You
1: didn't get to fly the Sky Mule because I no. probably crashed your yeah. flight
0: best. Right. Right. Hey, the one other thing I thought maybe they would do that it's not on there. I was I was wondering why. And when we get Steve on, maybe he can talk about it a little bit. It was I thought for sure this being a new plane uh, that they would have the new softer tundra wheels on it but it seems to have the old foam that looks identical to their old tundra wheels on there
1: yeah i was asked about that too now Mm -hmm. it's funny because of my i i looked at buying some for my uh my tundra yeah and i just they were uh, sorry the the gray ones were out of stock i didn't want the gold bling ones because they wouldn't match my green tundra yeah um but they're also heavier so I'm like, eh, do I want the weight penalty? And I've been running my, my Tundra tires on all kinds of anywhere from asphalt to gravel to grass, mm-hmm. and they haven't fallen apart on me. Right. And they're a couple of years old and we fly the daylights out of that airplane. So, mm-hmm. um, the softer tires may be kind of nice, but I, I, really never saw the point. I mean, let's, let's face it. I, I'm on the ground for only a couple seconds. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know?
0: Right there's one other thing I was going to ask you for. Oh, the big question is now, you know, cuz the thing is Andre has the high powered tundra. So the big question <laughs> is is the Andre Big Yellow Bush mule overpowered or has more power than... Is it
1: faster from... Is well, it, we already know it's faster from factory, so it was it was funny because... Yeah, but yours was a um,
0: factory
2: on the... Yeah, your tundra is not tundra. factory by any means.
0: I know that for a fact that is not fact. You got special windings on that tundra, guaranteed.
1: Yeah. What was funny because our our both the bush meals came in through DHL. Uh, mm-hmm. so again, thank you for Hobby King for for setting it up. But they landed in Cincinnati and I got mine Thursday afternoon mm-hmm. and Chris's who Cincinnati's what, three hours three away hours you away. said from home? Yeah. It showed up a day later. So I'm yeah. like, "Whoa, for the win. Yeah,
0: I know. So yours maybe <laughs> is faster. Say. I don't know. But originally they had it on Tuesday. I was like, it's in yeah. Cincinnati. And this was on <laughs> what, Wednesday or something? I'm like, Tuesday? I could drive down and get it. Yeah. yeah. And Andre's posting pictures. Ha ha, look at me. I got my bush <laughs> fuel. I'm like, ah. Uh.
1: I, uh, so. I, I do have to say I like the color schemes. I really like the yellow, man. Uh, I, I like what they did. It's a little bit uh, it's a little more subtle compared to the uh, the Sky Mule, so they don't have a lot of the nose mm-hmm. art. stuff, And that's kind of stuff, paint that gets crinkled off over time. Mm-hmm. I love the way they set up the tail and that splash of gray on the back. I, I said it in my review video that, I would love to, you know, refurbish my sky mule and like paint it like a military gray because it would look mm-hmm. phenomenal on the ground. And then you get it up in the sky and go, "This was a terrible idea."
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so there you have it, folks. That's the bush mule. And hopefully this week I will get some batteries and receiver. You guys have been busy. I see. <laughs> Come yeah, in and no. yeah, and uh, so. Oh, the other thing too, and I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. Everything's like surfacing. It must be the coffee kicking in and everything. Since I go on vacation, Mike and Andre, and we'll, we'll play it by ear, uh, and hopefully we can get the Tundra out next weekend. Is we maybe we could try to do a podcast next weekend? Now, whether we release two in a row or we Delays. record it, we'll we'll see yeah. how it goes. You know, um, but anyway, we it probably
2: best with hunting season around the corner to cram as much in as we can. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just hunting to give you a heads season up. hunting season Mike oh hunting man season. no I don't want to talk about
2: hunting season <laughs> I'm checking trail cameras everything else right now so. <laughs> uh, so yeah anyway
0: next weekend hopefully we'll get out and get the bush mule going and uh we'll record at least record one next weekend and do a live show so uh even if we don't release it you can come on hang out sure. with us get your questions uh, my thing was is I don't know exactly when the plane's going to be released. And it also would be nice, you know, to have Steve on and talk about it and get, you know, the questions out there and the people listening can ask questions. Anyway, I'm rambling on again. So no,
1: there we'll you have it. And we'll set that up and we'll figure it out. But yeah. yes, yes.
0: Okay. So that's a Bush mule onto another plane. Mike, what do we have next? Contestant number three. Um, uh, <laughs> The new E-Flight Sirius. Have you seen this? No. Crazy. You, this kind of shocked me. Let's see if I can... I'll pull up the website here. Um, this is the uh, plane, Mike. Show the picture of it up here. Beautiful looking airplane. Sirius SR22T. One point... And Andre, if you noticed these planes seem to be getting a little bigger. Um, <laughs> a little, little bigger. Just a little. Bigger, but still flying on three-cell, which I like. <clears throat> uh... Fantastic looking scale aircraft. And the Sirius is a great airplane to begin with. This is a licensed product. The scale detail in this mic is unbelievable. I couldn't believe when I first seen it how this... Like if you see a picture of this, I mean, it really looks like, you know, the real thing. You know, it's got all the lights, navigation lights, um, the scale flaps, scale prop. uh, It's got the pilot figure... Scale, I mean, everything, Mike, as we're you know scrolling through the pictures here a little bit, it looks so clean and so good. Now, this personally isn't something probably I know, Andre, you were a little on the fence. PT 17 series plane, same price, same price. It's not really in my wheelhouse. It beautiful plane, it would be kind of cool to fly one just to see what it's like, but it, it wouldn't be something I would probably fly all the time. Um, but the look of it, I it's amazing what these companies are doing with foam really yeah. as far as detail and everything.
1: It, it kind of surprises me that they went with a 1.5 and it's, it's uh it's only a power 10 motor. So I'm like, okay, so, but I guess the triple prop will probably give you enough, but I, yeah, it, yeah, um,
0: I, I have to agree with you a little bit. I, I hope, and again, this is more of just a scale airplane, uh, it, it may be more in the Pawnee kind of type flying category where you're not going to go out with the commander and just, you know, do all kinds of some aerobatic stuff. I think this is going to be more scale, and that's probably why maybe they went with the uh, the Power power 10 instead of the Power 15. Gotcha. I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm hoping here real soon. I've been in contact with Matt Andron again. Uh, he's definitely agreed to come on the podcast. And we're just trying to work things out to get him on. So that would definitely be one of my big questions is, you know, why the Power 10 or, you know, why the Power 15 and the Commander and what, you know, what's, there's, I'm sure there's some kind of reasoning behind this. Um, full, let's see. And, and again, they're, they're getting a broad spectrum with battery ranges, 2200 to 3000.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Going through the specs, like you said, power 10, 40 amp ESC, nine gram servos. Uh, there's typical standard AR636 receiver with the AS3X and safe technology. It's officially licensed. Uh, by they do have a bind and fly and a plug and fly. I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to pull up the let me get the specs for you guys here, real quick. Mm, six to eight minutes flying time. Flying weight is sixteen hundred and thirty-three grams. Forty-one inch length, forty amp BSE, ten amp brushless motor, three uh, bladed scale prop. Um, ch- 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 wingspan is oh, it's a bigger plane too. Sixty inches. I didn't realize inches, it 1. was 5, that one point five. Yeah. 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 So it's a good size airplane, Mike. And again, beautiful looking, just something not, you know. I would take the PT seventeen over the. What do you think, really like? Yeah. yeah. What would you would you take this or the P? You know, the PT seventeen biplane, the bright yellow one we talked about. I'd weeks. probably do that one over yeah. this too. So there you have it, the Sirius SR 22 I like how
2: the wing they're doing the wing servos. They're yeah. Plugs. Yeah. As long I do as they too. line up, man. That's that's a nice feature.
0: 229 yeah. or $230 US dollars. What's it come out in the Canadian up there? It is
1: $300. Oh, that's
0: not So, too bad. same
1: price as the Commander. Yeah. So, if you had to pick between the Commander and this one.
0: Oh, I had the Commander for me all day. Just for nice. the uh, bigger motor. I think it's the. the the flying character, or the flying spectrums, I think, going to be a little bit bigger on the commander. Personally, yeah, I have a little bit either. more power to push. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I would just have a little. Yeah, bit more and then fun. it's
1: it's funny because this one kind of kind of interests me because I'm like, really, the only tricycle gear aircraft I have in the fleet is my T twenty eight. Yeah, everything else is a belly or a tail dragger. Mm-hmm majority of my aircraft by the way they look are, are tail draggers which is fascinating but uh so i don't know i don't know i think the pt is going to win out in the end uh mm-hmm. i definitely know i know the umx um, timber is coming for sure
0: yeah 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 that's definitely on my radar the umx uh oh, yeah, timber for sure so you know i was thinking too we're, we're coming up towards uh the end of the year a little bit and i'm always thinking when we get towards the end of the year mike like what caught my radar what's on my top three list or top five list for the year what really sparked my interest or whatever so mike looking back you know through the year whatever what's kind of been on your top three list or what's been on your radar that you can think of Probably the timber for one, right? Oh yeah. Did we get that? Sure. No, I don't. That, think that wasn't was, this year. That no, was I last. Was year. Last. Yeah, year. yeah, you're right. You're right. But anything?
2: I you shouldn't start with me on this one. Okay, I, I will go to Andre then.
0: Andre, what? <laughs> I mean, obviously the commander. He's got a lot more to select. From. You know that was that was uh, on the list. Yeah. Uh, what else?
1: Well, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and, and and again, this goes back to we're happy to hear that Hobby King is is finally getting through some of their issues because they had a whole hit list. You know, when we talked to Stuart last, there was the Bush mule. Mm -hmm. Then there was the two new wings. There was the BF 109. Yeah, um, we had seen the big Spitfire and we'd seen the uh, and we know about the Grand Tundra and I'm sure there's other aircraft that were in the intermix as well. So mm-hmm. they have a whole bunch of stuff. I think you're probably going to see a lot of their stuff come out for next year's uh, market rather than try and push them out or even the Christmas time. And then, and then yeah, E-Flight, e just like I said earlier in the show, E-Flight has just rocked it out for us this year. And it's funny because we look at those two main ones, but you look at FMS has got a bunch of really nice aircraft, but they're mucho dinero. And mm-hmm. then um, I never seem to pay enough attention to Motion RC and what they're doing because you know yeah. the, the, there's a lot of really nice aircraft. Um, and, and again, what, one of my buddies here, who's thinning out his fleet, has a lot of dynam and a lot of nice ones. But I always, when I look at those airplanes, I go, okay, uh, I, I kind of. I'm kind of a little crazy about, okay, what are my, uh, availability for parts? You know, can I, can I fix this thing if I ever do the unthinkable and, and thunder it in, you know, is this going to be repairable or am I just going to be, okay, I've just written off a very, you know, I've just written off a purchase. Um, but you know, there, there are a couple other really nice models and if, you know, the EDF market seems to be growing as well. Uh, mm-hmm. and I never pay enough attention to that because it's just like, ah, uh, you know, so it's, uh, it, it's, um. So the year has been weird because we had a lot of anticipation and we've definitely had a lot of surprises. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm really going to have to flip a coin between the, um, uh, uh, you know, I'm really going to have to flip a coin between the uh, the PT17 and that uh, and that other e flight. Uh, the Cirrus but I think the 17 is going to win out just because actually I know my wife said she would have preferred if I could have gotten the blue and yellow one versus the just full yellow so it'd be kind of interesting to see if uh, if Flight decides okay we're actually selling enough of these let's get the traditional color back uh, one mm-hmm. as well yeah uh, which be cool which be cool
0: I, I agree with you 100% if it was the blue and yellow one, I probably would, would buy one like real quick. I right like all, it, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong that I like the all yellow one, but there was something about the blue and yellow, you know? Yeah. So Or
1: even the silver, uh, the silver ones. I, I I don't like tracking silver airplanes. No. <laughs> really good at that. And I, and I,
0: I agree with you. Uh, I've been kind of following motion RC a little bit more and they're really starting to come around with you know the stuff they're putting out and scale details yeah. and man I'm telling you and and I agree with you I, I think and I could be wrong I'm always wrong all the time so I, I you know I think the EDF stuff is starting to come around a little bit more and I guess why we're talking about it, I have been also following a lot of the FMS EDF stuff and they've yeah. really been starting to pump out some really cool EDF stuff Mike and I know you love EDF stuff <laughs> And I would love, <laughs> FMF if you're listening, if you listen to this thing, send us an EDF jet. I would love to have one, test it, review it. I haven't flown an EDF for, I mean, forever. I mean, ever. But FMS is really pumping out some cool looking, just nice EDF stuff.
1: Did um, you see, did you see, speaking of FMS, did you see their Tiger Cat?
0: I did. I wanted to talk about I actually got that wrote down. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Five hundred and five
0: hundred and fifty dollars. I think it is right.
1: Seven hundred and thirty Canadian on Ooh. sale. Regular eight hundred. You're kidding. That that that's our. That's like four RC planes, people. <laughs> Three maybe. Here it is, Mike. You want to?
0: Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. I mean, beautiful. Look at the scale. The I, color, I was yeah. looking. you looking that? at. Yeah, I mean, I saw FMS Tiger Cat seventeen hundred millimeter F seven F details. Detail. Uh, look at that baby! That is sweet. Wingspan, uh, seventeen hundred. I sixty-six point nine inches. That's a big bird. Yeah. Two sixty amp ten, uh, two sixty amp ESC, six channel, fourteen by eight props on it, three bladed props. It's funny
2: because I I looked at this plane
0: on my own. Even. Did you really? I
2: looking, well, I mean, not that I was going to purchase yeah. it, but just to appreciate and look
0: at it. it was, oh man.
1: Is that a 6S I see that it requires a 6S yes. 5000? Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed that too. I'm like, "Whoa, this yeah. thing's
0: big." Hey, I have uh, 6L 5000 batteries.
1: <laughs> That's right. I That's do. right. Yeah. Oh, you can get it in a couple of different colors too, the decals. I think you can get it in Oh, you can get it in silver. Yeah. Cuz that would yeah. make it really easy to fly.
0: <laughs> that nose Good. gear though, just looking at it like I would think one rough landing that nose gear is gone. Yeah. Mike well, then, and those was, are all the was different decal decals, lightning,
1: or, yeah. and I kind of went, ah, oh, you know. And this is any of these airplanes, and this is why I have yet to jump on an FMS because I'm like, can I get parts? Can I get parts without having to pay like a duty fee? You go to the U.S. and stuff like this, and mm-hmm. so I just ah, oh. so I'm really, really hesitant because there's a couple sweet, like I said, there's a couple sweet sa- used or previously flown deals that I can really jump on, but it's like, oh, you know, that stress. Yeah, I hear
0: you. And again, it's it'd be awesome to have that silver one. Like you could see like rib, the rivets. Rivet yeah, look detail. at the panel lines and uh, and everything. The rivet detail in it, man, that looks good. Huh? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're dreaming here though. you are getting <laughs> into the five hundred and some dollar range. It's like, eh. Yeah, and, and, and that's one. Of- one of- you know, that's a plane. I, I I go out and fly. I'm going to be shaking the first oh, few. Oh yeah,
2: that's just it. I don't
0: know if I could have fun flying.
2: Right. A freaking
0: scare. Well,
1: this is it. This is it. This is even even you something know invested so um, in it. Yeah. You in know, a, in a couple of years ago, I wouldn't even look at something expensive no. at like the Commander. I would have had you know the fear of flying it. But this, you know, some of these airplanes are fantastic. This is a whole other level of oh boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. But, again, you know, talking with FMS, I you know, I, I keep an eye on them and checking their site and, you know, some of their EDF. Even their Warbirds, again, they're, they're still awesome. All their Warbirds, they've uh, been pumping big out Mustang. the last – Yeah, Big Mustang, the 1,700-millimeter series. But, like, they're jets. Uh, the Super Scorpion, the 90-millimeter. I think we've talked about some of these. Oh, um, well, they got a a, a MOA. I got a lot of stuff out there. And, you know, Horizon has become an FMS dealer, so you can go, you know. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the Futura plug-and-play 80 millimeter. They got just nice-looking stuff out right now. The F35 V2. I'm just kind of scrolling through here looking at some of the stuff here. You know, one thing I don't like is they they come out. Was it FMS come out with that big giant beaver a while ago? I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of it. I don't know why. The black? Yeah. Oh, here's the one that uh, caught my eye. I was reading a little bit there. The uh, Avanti 70 millimeter. Because this is more a little bit scaled down to my size. I don't really want a big 90 millimeter. But just for a jet, Mike, tell me that doesn't look rocket. (laughs) It does. It looks like a rocket. It's red and white, retractable gear. But even this thing. 70 uh, ampia. Yeah, 70 ampia. Yeah, six power system.
2: Oh, my gosh. Look at that
0: thing. Uh, that that and sounds like a ton
2: of power for what the size of that thing to me. Yeah,
0: this thing's probably a 100-mile-an-hour jet, you know, <laughs> looking at it.
1: But, hey, uh, you just picked up some 4SLs.
0: Yeah. Oh, that thing's bad-looking. Retracts. Uh, I was going to pull the specs up because you figure it's not very big. 70-millimeter. Uh see what it says. Wingspan. thirty. It's only thirty-five point four inches, and it flies on a nine hundred
1: millimeters. Yeah, that'll that'll go out of sight real fast.
0: <laughs> Better put, Oh but my gosh! Give me,
1: the, give me the fourth picture
2: there underneath. This I just one here, what it looks like in the air without the reach or the retracts. I didn't a very good picture. I'd
0: still love to fly that thing. Just oh man, I would love it. Absolutely. I I couldn't tame it down. I don't think. Yeah, seventy amp six cell power system ensures a record speed of more than a hundred and thirty kilometers an hour. Oh, you can fly <laughs> it on a four cell too, though, Andre. Four cell yeah, power system ensures excellent. That's what I said yeah. you, you just ordered yeah. a bunch of four cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if I would put a six cell in that
2: thing. Oh man, tracking that thing.
1: Someone, someone just suggested we look at the promotion uh, RC, the free wing F fourteen. Oh, oh top gun baby yeah uh Uh, i don't know a a lot of the guys at our field will fly um they'll fly their eds but they'll come they'll launch off the uh the asphalt versus the tarmac obviously because Mm -hmm. of the gravel Mm -hmm. but oh that airplane is crazy beautiful
0: yeah uh (sighs) let's see there was something else was it? Oh, I know real quick, I wanted to touch on, because we're always kind of talking about sailplanes and everything. Uh, and I was kind of surprised to see this. Hobby King just released a couple Balsa sailplanes, but the price point, the reason I wanted to mention this is a lot of people are, are a little hesitant to get into sailplanes or they, you know, not sure if they're going to like it. So Hobby King released a couple of gliders, a 1,500 millimeter and an 800 millimeter glider. Uh, thermal glider but they're balsa Mm -hmm. just fair warning um but the 1500 is only 129 dollars and what's the other one i forget uh i just looked at it the 800 millimeters only 77 dollars so they're really cheap to get into a glider if you think you want to try it out Uh, made of lightweight balsa wood carbon fiber spar plug-in wings included decals fast and simple assembly compatible with any 2.4 controller instruction manual Uh, the 1500 is 590 grams comes with a servos 20 amp esc and runs on a three cell 1300 battery that's for the 1500 millimeter for 120 130 dollars so anybody looking to get in the glider maybe you know and still like the balsa stuff and want to check it out i just thought it was a good option i really did so
1: uh, I think there you have it. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on, or no? I think uh, I think we've had a pretty thorough show.
0: Good. Okay. So now, Mike, we're gonna move over to you. Oh no. So you mentioned earlier about the butter quad or whatever, and I, so I, what, what 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 happened? What went well? On? well it's not a huge story, but I—I I don't care. i to like, hear about. You
2: know how my my quad was broke, or when I transferred it to the other frame, and I couldn't. We tried it at Jackson, and it wouldn't. It wouldn't fly. Okay, that was your yes. It, it's a yeah. It's a was that three cell? No, yeah, three cell. Old, still old, flying old on a KK yeah, two board. Want, I you had to mention yes. That. I <laughs> had to
0: mention Mike was still flying this old quad on a KK two. Oh boy, and I didn't realize
2: how bad the flight characteristics were of a kk2 board until chad so i finally get mine fixed he had all these spare escs i couldn't they were out of stock at hobby king to repair mine i thought it was an esc well Mm -hmm. i discovered that the solder connection broke on my little distribution board to the esc so there was nothing wrong with the esc or the motor i just lost a broken solder connection yeah but he ends up giving me like all these escs that they go well i won't need them and he so i have all these spares i I paid him for them you know yeah whatever i i'll probably use them so i got all excited i'm like oh good i got my quad back in operation i'm flying around i flew like two or three batteries and he and right before i left he's like you gotta fly this because he was flying his his uh butter quad Mm -hmm. that he had configured what okay for everybody out there maybe doesn't know what what is the butter quad though now you're throwing because i i didn't research it i just got to fly it and it,
0: well i can explain how it flew okay. <laughs> but i don't but know i, all the I believe this, but i believe the but butter it, quad is I, just a I bigger forget Who designed it i can't remember. isn't it a bigger it. alien quad i believe it's, i think it had
2: five inch props it mm-hmm. is a little larger than yeah, yeah than the alien quad right. right now but uh it's it's designed to fly i guess like butter you know <laughs> smooth as butter yeah type of thing is but uh so I'm flying mine and then he gets this in my hands and I'm like
0: So you you got your quad <laughs> And I
2: told him how I never did flips with the try, yeah, my quad and all this stuff yeah. and But you got did your yelled, original
0: you? you got your original quad flying and you were all I happy was all happy, and happy at this, this point, point. Yeah, like
2: I'm back in operation. Uh-huh. He puts this in my hands. He tells me to thro- first of all, I'm just flying. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this this is unbelievably smooth. It what put my mindset to as the uh the fpv and du- ductrix are a little bit yeah but obviously it a lot ramped uh, ramped yeah. up if yeah, you yeah, want yeah. it but i'm flying it more like the ductrix cuz and cuz it slowed down that well and uh he's like okay now ramp it up you know six mistakes higher or whatever and then he's like i'm going to walk it through a roll and i'm like oh man Finally. i'm like I'm like I'm freaking out because this this is not a cheap craft yeah. regardless, but right. it flies. It's like driving a my. As soon as I get in my hands, I'm like, this is how they fly, you know this this, this is, is like the real? this yeah. is like the Lamborghini, and I'm flying like Chevette's, you know. <laughs> it, I don't know how else to explain it, but <laughs> I just couldn't believe how smooth it banked and everything. So I go up and I'm getting ready to do the the invert or the roll. Uh huh. And he's like, kill the throttle. In my mind, I'm like. What? Yeah, kill the throttle. This thing's gonna drop yeah. like a brick. Yeah. you know, I'm like, that's the last thing I thought you would do, right. to, to do a roll. Yeah, I kill the throttle, and he's like, now roll two flip. I did two. He's like, I think you just did two, but I pulled out, I'm like, yeah, I did. It went so fast. Uh-huh. But the controller does all of the it's unbelievable how it, it, yeah. it sinks as well as it lifts. Yeah. It's smooth. Like when I, when I punch with my KK2, it'll be wild wob- or wobble. And then coming down, it's got yeah. the wobbles. And this thing was, I mean, it flew vertically as well as it did horizontally. I mean, it was unbelievable. And uh-huh. I'm like, now I know how these guys get their footage. Yeah. Like crazy. <laughs> I am so spoiled. I almost, he's like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're going to make me break out the credit card. <laughs> yeah. And i just i just got so spoiled yeah now i got this craft of mine i'm like it just like depresses me I'm like <laughs> oh man i can't even enjoy mine or fly mine it's kind of like him with the teleporters and the oh yeah uh, well
1: it's I like just, when we flew that the alien so 2015 when we flew the alien for the first yeah. time you know, See, i didn't get i didn't like get to fly the, the
2: alien and chad's like i thought you flew that and i'm like no, no. it's just chad and the other guy so when he heard that, that's when he wanted to put me up in this butter quad. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the technology has yeah. gone so far. And yeah. I'm left in the dust and didn't even know it how bad.
1: I can't believe you were still flying on the KK, man. Oh, my gosh. I, I like am, my KK I, boards, so, but like, I, know I know you know. guys
2: are talking about all these planes, but I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, if I had the funds, I would buy the Lamborghini of quads. There is no doubt in my mind. Right. And it would and probably the- be the butter quad. Just because I have experience with it. I'm sure there's other nice craft. Like you guys said, you had the experiences with the alien and stuff. Yeah. You know, there's tons yeah. of them out there. But, right. But and oh my gosh. I know. Now it's like, okay, I just repaired this piece of crap and <laughs> what do I, do with it? I can't even Switch enjoy the it. Control, Mike. <laughs> That's what I'm debating. I honestly I think this- I might do. Because it probably would yep.
0: fly great oh, if I yeah. got a
2: good good flight controller Right, in it. and the
0: flight controller. Yep. That's cheap. the only
2: reason I kind of backed off purchasing one, because they set him up with uh, FR Sky. He's like, not, not only he's trying to sell me a Tyrannus radio, oh, I'm like, great. Chad, do you know what I'm doing? I'm like, I can't buy a Tyrannus. I got like 30 planes set up on my freaking spectrum. Yeah. He's like, you need to get a Tyrannus or whatever. I'm like. Yeah, you do. You <sighs> do. No, 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 no. No, he, he he's gonna have a real tough sell on on giving yeah. me a Tyrannus in my hands. I know that. Mm. So
1: you know they, they guess what, Mike? They they do telemetry. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so does a DXH second generation. Well, it's not telemetry. I have a problem with it. it's a vario. <laughs> I had telemetry, just no vario. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I was so spoiled with that flight. That that was right after I left. Your the last podcast I went over there and he was going to yeah. help me out with it. Oh, well, he that, helped me out it, wanting to I buy mean, something. That was all he did.
1: The summer when we did that—that that, that's last May—and uh, and so we, I. Chris, I, myself, and Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, we flew the the little alien. And, yeah. and I'm trying to go around the track in my uh, in my versicopter with you know, like completely untuned. It was like, oh, this is the <laughs> exact same sensation. <laughs> and how this is completely uncivil. <laughs> I I'll- know
0: you guys experienced it well before yeah. I did, and oh how many, many conversations already did we have like, Oh my gosh, I oh, oh, we I mean, had be yeah. two dollars, like,
1: you know? Oh my yeah.
0: gosh, it was so good though. It was like, oh,
2: yeah. And that's what yeah. I was wondering. If I just changed the flight controller, how much nicer my hobby came. I think one would so. Be. I
1: mean, you know, and, and this summer we we flew. You know, in May I flew I flew the daylights out of that one fifty quad. You know, I, I'm I'm away from the bigger quads mm-hmm. because they are so much bigger, and I enjoy the small ones. But yeah, it would just. It's all on the tuning. If you know, yeah. if I spent a day and I learned how to do it, I'm sure it would be almost a you know equivalent experience. Ratifying, now, obviously. Yeah. They're using the Kiss... Uh, I think they're still using all the Kiss yeah, hardware so, for the and everything. Yeah. And that stuff is beautiful. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you they've know. also... The- the team has put in the time to tune these things, right? Exactly, and it, it you know that kind and of, that's where I was confused. Like he said,
2: they come with the FR Sky receiver. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, can can you just swap it with a Spectrum receiver if I had it? But I don't know how that would work. I didn't research it enough. If you could do that, I would assume you could. somehow. I would think so, yeah. So, but I one of the
1: big things to... and one of the reasons I've gone with that is because from the FR Sky, if there's I'm correct, a, you can tune the the quad from the radio if you've okay. done some a couple of changes. Mm-hmm. So you can actually change all your PIDs I right from the radio, uh, where where the um, the immersion solution is to do it through FPV and then radio commands. I mm. think. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So yeah, I uh, you know even <laughs> just like the little Vortex 150, that thing's really really changed me around on you know the quad stuff. Oh, uh, just, just I
2: mean even well flying these compared to his butter quad. Yeah. Well, it's a bigger platform, you know. Yeah, I just couldn't believe. I mean, I was, I was like in Disney World. I was like, (laughs) I don't know, if a little kid did. I'm like, I just can't believe the performance from these this butter quad. And it's because I'm so drastically. I went from obviously KK two. Yeah, it's it's night and day type of a experience. And he's like, well, you are flying like the Lamborghini of the series or Mm -hmm. whatever, basically. Right. I'm like oh my gosh, and I'm so enticed, but there is a high cost to that. I mean, when I was looking, I think I was looking at maybe around thousand bucks for getting something. I know, I know, that's similar. So, but that would Bob. Well, I'd have to. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's a yeah, lot of money. The wife would love to I see that so on the Discover so I, card. My could I we would to don't ch- talk, ch- ch- and it dings yeah. on her phone. Yeah. That's why I told Chad, I'm like, oh, I cannot do this. I
1: will be so busted if I buy one of these things. Uh, <laughs> oh but but now that you've flown that, are you going to try and do some maneuvers, some flips and rolls with your, your tricopter?
0: Uh, here's what we need to do, Mike. We need to get a hold of David. Of course, I know he's busy with his rocket knife, but he's got new settings for the tricopter and you can put air mode on the tricopter you know uh, yeah. even these i run air mode on the torrent i run air mode on the vortex 150 it's same thing you go up and you want to do any maneuvers you just cut the throttle and, <laughs> and go all around really? or, or dock. yeah or, i'm sure i don't have that version no you of that. you don't i know you don't and but David now has incorporated those settings that you can go in and change all that and run like air In mode. fact,
2: mine's not even tuned in, I know, because when I punch it, it does a lot of mm. torquing and stuff. So when I punch it, I mean, there's things that could be yeah. tuned in better, I right, know, with right. even my mini try that I never fiddled with or messed yeah. with.
0: But, I'm uh, so happy you did a flip and uh, roll, though. Now you have it, uh, though. You, but it's so easy. It, isn't well, on it? That,
2: that platform, uh, I mean, yeah. So on other platforms, maybe not so much. Oh, it's but, just
0: as easy. Well, I'm but,
1: telling you. Then start off with a smaller platform, Mike. Like, don't go Take to the a full now. size. But, well, even yeah, Chad said the there's
2: other quads that you don't have to get this version. You yeah. can still have. I forget yeah. what other ones he mentioned for a d- better price. He's like, buy one of those. Right, you, know? you don't have to go clear to the extreme on this. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: But but it, it, it's hard to do because you flew. Oh, to, I know. You know, and you're I like, know. but I want that same thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want that really. Yeah. I want yeah. I, That's what I enjoyed. That's just exactly now. what Andre and I felt <laughs> that 2015. We we just took the goggles off and looked at each other like that was the most amazing experience I, that's, we've ever that's had. Exactly. You how couldn't I was. stop thinking about it for like hours. Yeah. Like. I'll, I'll, I want, them. I want one. I know. I I'm at home. I'm one.
2: on the computer like I, going. And you know, I haven't bought an RC thing for so long. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, I accumulated some funds. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe I am getting closer to this. I can purchase one. And you guys were talking about all the planes. And now I just deflated yeah. it and went clear back to the, the the quads. But yeah, it was phenomenal. And even the camera he had on that thing. Oh, I mean, really? It was all top yeah. of the line yeah. and stuff. I mean, oh. yeah. I know he cut his antennas on the one he had to do some antenna repairs. He's like I never had that happen before. It cut it right off the zip ties. So it was like Ooh. wow. Ooh. Huh. I, it uh,
1: it's funny because I since the since the trip in May, I really haven't flown any of the quads. I've gone in the backyard and kind of zipped around with the GT90 and went, it's not as fun when you're in a you know more enclosed mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. or flying with friends. Yeah. And so yeah. I haven't really flown any of those quads since I got back from that trip.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been crank around the house a little bit, you know, just for fun. But I, I'm with you. Besides, when we flew Mike that one, weekend, oh yeah, Jackson. I haven't really flown the quads much at all. What's
2: nice about those is they punch through wind. You don't yeah. ever have to consider what, unless it's raining. Yeah. or something. I mean, yeah. There's and, really no wind. Wind will not knock them
0: down for right. sure. And and, and really at this point, like I'm, I've been so excited for the uh, ultra micro timber to see if I can, you know, just throw some batteries in and go out on my front porch like I do with the, the J3 Cub or whatever. But now I got yeah. flaps and stuff to play with and do touch and goes off my sidewalk. and I'm excited for that thing. I want to, you yeah. know. And I can That's land in the yard purchase. better. You know, it's one thing with the J3. I had to land on the driveway or on the road or try to. Is the,
2: is that tim- mic- micro timber available? or No, not yet. Still. Pre-order. pre-order. That's September. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, you know, for 120 bucks, I, I already have the batteries. One. I should probably you, you pre-order should one. one. You should get one. Then we have two. You can come and fly.
1: Yeah. I'll be in getting yard. one. So you know, May will will May is gonna. be I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to fit all the airplanes in the car for May. <laughs>
0: Poor Andre, have to rent a U-Haul. You know. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll be down. The yeah.
0: giant U-Haul comes wheeling in. Hey guys, what's up? A big the U-Haul would be bigger than his car. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that would be classic. Uh, right. I had to be a little ginger on the brakes. Yeah. Coming in. <laughs> Coming hot with this one, <laughs> uh,
0: I can definitely see that happen. That's pretty funny. A uh, couple other things here, real quick. I just wanted to mention. I got wrote down here. One thing I think I thought it was funny. Last podcast we talked a little bit about DJI and how you know everybody was a little mm. irritated about all the information that was going out through the the apps and what they were recording and what they were holding and who could get a hold of it and blah, 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 blah. So they kind of in, I think during that they were in the process of, of working on that and fixing that, but they did just release something here that now you can go in the app and turn that data off. Right, Andre? Correct. Turn it off through the app to where it's not recording or sending all that that out and I just thought that was kind of funny that we, we were talking about and everybody was kind of irritated about that and now they've they've fixed that problem and even to this day I have not got the phantom out and updated to that new new firmware and all that but Unfortunately, I'm going to have to because we got the Pretty bush limited. mule. and Things we I, want to film. Yes. Yeah. we're Maybe, maybe Mike, we can even – obviously, you're going to be flying this thing, so we maybe can we can do a little socks. video oh, like we did with the – I'll
2: never forget that. we got to recreate that feeling and that that experience yeah. again like we did with the timber.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of fixed that real that problem. That was such a
2: great time. Yeah. I, I just look back on that and never realized how good, good a time that was going to be. Till
0: afterwards minus losing a camera so yeah you know.
2: well,
1: yeah yeah so you know tether, tether, tether
2: away tether tether man. Um, i i'm t- i'm training him
0: <laughs> he's
2: been he tethered the last time and i i totally was on board uh
0: the only other thing i thought was kind of cool mike jackson sent us an email uh a while back and i was going through the email and i somehow maybe i kind of missed it a little bit and he was talking about the new technology that might be coming around could you imagine like doing a four-hour flight on a battery no i don't know if i could handle well It'd maybe in a sail to, yeah that's what i was
2: thinking we we.
0: That would oh yeah cool. i want to talk about that too now that you got it up um anyway you know we're all running on these lipo batteries and now the new thing that they're trying out is hydrogen i don't know anything about hydrogen <laughs> but it's an environmentally friendly fuel gives drones a flight that could be roughly five times the standard a high drone 1800 in fact boosts an on-paper flight time of four hours of course that depends on a lot of factors such as weather conditions payload etc etc but this opens up their usage to commercial applications like firefighting agriculture energy line stringing inspection precision mapping uh, the hydrogen technology also has a lower running temperature than normal batteries. Um, so like if you're out in super uh, hot weather or anything, or the batteries aren't, you know, sometimes, you know, our batteries and we're done flying when it's 95, it, they're ready to explode. Um, the hydrogen 1800 is one of the only few such drones that have made it to the market. Hydrogen technology will soon be available on upcoming MMC drone devices. Hydrogen eighteen hundred is a breakthrough technology for commercial drone applications with flight times over three hours, distances over a hundred kilometers, and operations as low as minus twenty degrees Celsius. Many of the barriers that they exist for commercial, yeah, up. and human, humanitarian applications today are removed. And it goes on and on and on. But I just want to throw that out that this could be something we've been waiting for two years. Yeah, you know, we buy one battery. And we can go out and fly all day long. That's, I mean, all oh, that's right up my alley. So I just wanted to throw that out. I thought that was rather interesting. Who knows? I mean, we, they've been talking about battery technology for like the last five years, and it hasn't Nothing seemed to fun. really go anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know you- Brought up that 3D battery design that yeah. I was going to be a game changer, and it never came about. Right. So, all right. Anyway, Andre, the Gremlin.
1: Is that a Gremlin? yes. Yeah, it's a Video Aerial Systems Gremlin, the yeah. biplane. Mm-hmm. So I picked that one up at uh, Flight Fest this year, and it's like an 18-inch uh, wingspan, mm-hmm. so it's pretty tiny. It weighs with an FPV camera, like a little uh, 1S-style camera or whatever, the all-in-ones, yep. and a little 1S battery to power that. It weighs 150 grams. Oh, wow. That's and super it- light. It's got a really tall rudder, but the real funny thing about that is it's got so much authority that I get wing roll, like really when I'm turning and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I was having a riot flying this. So, the other weekend, it was all uh, I was at my parents' place and I took out my dad was flying my old my, micro uh, Tiger Moth and I had the uh, Sport Cub S, and we also had this guy going. So, it's just we were just flying for like a solid hour and a half, just flying different uh, small airplanes. But this is going to be fun. It's a little too fast for the backyard to Is it or not. really? Yeah, I'm turning, like, my yard, you, you run into a lot of tree coverage mm. real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to get used to flying it a little bit more. And but So I was swapping props. So I'm running a little, what is this? This is a, um, it's a little 1306, 2300 kV, 12-amp uh, ESC. Mm-hmm. And I tried it out on a 4-inch prop, it's too fast. Tried it out on a 5-inch prop, too fast. I'm only using 2S. So I've gone to a 5-inch, 3-bladed prop just to try and just more torque, less speed kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm almost wondering if the tri-wing would have been a better airplane, but apparently that doesn't deal with the wind as well. So Ah. um, my yard still too. I think it's just a little too small still. And, uh, you know, so you've got – because you've got to be able to turn. I don't have the – flight. I don't have that long run like you do in your backyard. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know. I think
0: personally, just from experience, Andre, you need to find a big – Uh, maybe I wonder, I don't know if that one, will that, uh, motor take a, uh, a a slow flight prop, a big two bladed slow flight prop with a low pitch on it
1: Maybe slow it down. So like a six inch or seven? What size is that prop there? That three inch? That's a five inch right now. Five five inch. Yeah. Try
0: like a six or seven big two bladed slow fly prop with a low yeah. pitch on it and see if you can get it to slow down and, and then you still got the the air yeah. working over your surfaces. That's exactly. what I would try.
1: I run it on a two S 500 on the nose and it balanced out really nicely, but uh, I can't wait to try it FPV. but maybe I will try that.
0: I think that would work a lot better for you for sure. So interesting. Throw a little paint on that or put some stickers on that and
1: yeah. you'd be good to go. I, it, it's actually really easy to track visually, so mm-hmm. um, I'll probably just throw a little paint on the front of, of the leading edges and then try it out FPV. But, yeah, maybe I'll try a bigger prop. Uh, it would be kind of torquey with a six-inch prop, says Joseph. Yeah, it's, you know, I'm just playing around with it. That's where I th- went with the... the the three blade of five just to try and slow things down, but give me, still give me some performance. So mm-hmm. it flew nice though. So. It was fun to watch because I, 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 was able to do a couple loops with it and like the guys were watching it at the field and I was able to roll, almost roll it vertically mm-hmm. or it, horizontally. you
0: yeah. Yeah. And if you do put the, the big two bladed prop on there, you could just put a washer, on, uh, behind one of the motor plates or whatever and put a little, you know, right and down thrust on it. And that would definitely help it out too.
1: Yeah, it's got it's got built in, it's got oh, downward it? thrust already actually, okay. so it's a, it's yep. actually yeah, it's one of it's right into Alex's design. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I just hot glued it together and it took like no time at all. It's just it's it's literally just a couple pieces of foam, some carbon spars and two servos and it's uh so I'm excited to try it on FPV uh, and just keep flying with it and get used to it, but uh, if I can slow it down and fly it into the yard in the in the backyard, that mm-hmm. would be super. Yes. Yeah,
0: for sure. I, I'd like to see that in person or fly fly around my house, but
1: yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. There you have it guys. Another RC after hours show. Hey, I wanted to mention too, uh, real quick, maybe I haven't been mentioning it or you guys sometimes forget, please send us in your questions, comments or whatever, uh, on the email, send us email questions, send us so your crash stories in. Um, you know, we haven't had any for a few. I know we just had Flight Fest. So a lot of you were at Flight Fest. And I know you had some crashes there. So yeah, send them in. Uh, we'll read some of them on the air. Uh, a lot of times we'll get back to you. It might take me a week or so, but I generally try to answer most of the emails and get back to you guys. We like to hear from you. So please send us an email or send us in your crash stories um what else was I gonna say thank you for our patreon supporters uh you're helping keeping this thing going you really are like i said even if it's only a dollar it's uh it's really uh helping us out um patreon customers like we said earlier at the beginning of the show hang in there we got some stuff coming you will be the first to know um just wondering if there's anything andre anything else you wanted to add no, nope, uh, not really.
1: I'm good to
0: go. Check out the RC After Hours webpage. Uh, Andre's putting stuff up there and keeping it up to date. Uh, check out our Instagram page, all the social media stuff. Facebook. Hey, give us a like if you uh, go yep. check out the RC After Hours Facebook page. We Spread like that. Spread the word. We're growing and growing. We're growing and growing, and, and we're trying to keep this thing going. Yes. So, Thank you, Mike, for joining me, no coming problem. in this morning. Hope you enjoyed my coffee that was great Uh, Andre thanks for joining it was good to talk to you I know we text a lot through the week but we really haven't talked for quite a while (laughs) like I said just been super busy so yeah and thanks to everybody out there hanging out with us on Facebook live and enjoying us rattle especially me today with my coffee I've just been rattling 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 but we enjoy it we love you guys and we will talk to you probably next week so thank you see you later bye see. see ya